Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to Millennial Love. That was still trash. Justin, what? It is so stale. Why? This is Justin. You're not saying you're not gonna. Millennial Love. Bye bye, Millennial Love. Nah, we keeping we keeping this shit. Baba Millennial Love. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to episode 40 of Millennial Love, where we do discuss sex, love, and how we are selfish as the fuck. And I'm it keeping that intro. We went back, we went, we went back, back to 40. 40. We going back. Because it's we 44. <laughs> Listen, I Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to Millennial Love. Is it recording? <laughs> are you going to bring recording? us back? Or <laughs> are we? What's happening? Okay, we're in this. <laughs> trash. Anyways, y'all. <laughs> You're trash. <laughs> this is episode 44 of Millennial Love, and welcome to... <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? Where we discuss sex, love, and how we are selfish, selfish as, as the fuck. Hi. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. You see, it's been a minute since I opened the show, so I was That's a little what it nervous, is. right? Yeah, okay. It's so been it has like at been. least a month and a half or a month. Has it been a month and yes. a half? It's been six weeks. Turn. It's been a very long time. Yeah, it's So my apologies, listeners. It's and cool. then not only that, we have Zach filming, so it's, I'm, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> don't you know, be I'm, nervous. I'm in front of the camera. Yeah. And I don't even have a drink. I'm trying not you to should. be nervous. Loosen up, me. You are making me laugh. So. I know. Oh, really? You're not telling anybody to loosen up. <laughs> no, y'all. So welcome back. How are y'all? Feeling good. Feeling great. Are feeling you drinking great, Crown Meats? Is that Crown? I was going to drink some of the Crown, but... You decided not to. Yeah, I decided not to. I'm going to stick with... Like, my trainer was like, girl, like, get it together. And I was like, but it's the holidays. And he was like, it doesn't matter. Stop making excuses. So I have my juice here and my little mint water. Is he not being reasonable with you at least? Like, okay, if you do drink, do X, Y, Z. Because he has to be realistic also. <clears throat> well, he was also taking into account that I was sick last week. So he oh, was okay. just so like. you have to make up for it. Yeah, he was like, you need to put more nutrients in your body. I don't care what this week is. Like, you need to do better. So Exactly. Well, for y'all who can't see, she has a bottle with mint leaves in it with water. And then she has like a smoothie. <laughs> and then I saw the crown bottle. And I'm like, are you trying to have a shit or something? <laughs> Cause that's like pure. <laughs> the combo is the combo dead. is there. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not gonna drink the crown. Shitty booty ass. <laughs> <laughs> <So> well, <laughs> I'm doing good. This week. you didn't ask somebody about that weekend. I really you? didn't. Yeah, just kind of. So how are you? I mean, Car? she's just doing you like you be doing exactly. us. <laughs> exactly. She don't just do what she want to exactly. do anyway. Exactly. That's, that's, <laughs> that's just how she is. No, this is the Obama episode. Um, Shout that's out all Barack. I really have to say. Did y'all see the skit on SNL where Chance the Rapper was singing that song? With Kale. When he missed Obama. It was really funny. It was nice. He I don't have cable. <laughs> I, I don't, don't have either. cable either. Just Twitter. Twitter. Just, oh, okay, on Twitter. Or you could just go and find it. Right, true. I didn't know anything about it. <laughs> on the so how was y'all week? Really, really good, actually. This was post 
award-winning week. Yeah. Second yeah. week. Still basking. Still basking. Somebody recognized me at brunch. They was like, hey, excuse me. Um, I just want to say congratulations on winning your award. I was oh, like, that's sweet. That is so nice. So you I Dallas think I met famous. him with you, actually. No. Oh, really? No. Some guy, I don't remember his name. He told me his name. But anyway, he was like, yeah, I think I met you at Trapeze Hour or something. Dope. But anyway, it was really nice. We've been at Trapeze like, Hour really hard, though. We really have been hitting <laughs> Trapeze Hour really Y'all hard. Y'all be hitting Trapeze Hour. You were just there you two weeks ago. You were just there, too. <laughs> don't do that. Right. <laughs> Before we even got there, you was there. Was that me or was it not me? Hmm. Let me find out you got a... Tw- uh, I don't have uh, no pictures to prove it. You, you fucking Correct. Uh, Melania Trump in this bitch in Dallas. <laughs> Melania Because he definitely tried it. Right. That is not her. He tried it. Really? That was not that lady. So yeah. our first what lady left? You our remember? first lady gone? Wait, no. what? What's Y'all going on? What are you talking Melania about? Melania Trump has a, apparently she has like a, a stunt a double. A stunt double. Wait a minute. Yes. No. For, For what? Because you know she don't really mess with that man like that. <laughs> right. So they said, she okay, don't so really be no. feeling it. Rumor has it. <laughs> Rumor has it. Melania has allegedly, she's ghost. Kapoof. And they found a lookalike, and now she's posing as Melania. No. And so the first picture was her in like a dad hat. And she looked like her. From the side and like the face, you know, the hair being over her face. You know, slim body. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not not making it up. They got the highlights correct. Oh, is this the first time of you hearing this? Yeah, I had no idea. Like, I'm legitimately flabbergasted. (laughs) Listen, well, apparently Melania is not in the White House. And I don't know what's going on. Are you serious? Dead ass. Wow. Anyways. So y'all don't know if that was me. <laughs> bring the hashtag. Bring no. Speaking of bringing back people, Ashanti is going to be in Dallas with Ja Rule on December 3rd. And I'm in now. I'm not going. What? Absolutely not. not. Are I'm, y'all serious? I'm dead ass. As much as y'all talk about bringing Ashanti back and y'all don't want to go to the concert. It was like a running joke for me. I don't think I ever wanted to. Uh, I really back. want Ashanti to come back, but I don't go to concerts. So, I mean, and what's she going to sing? Oh, baby. That's exactly what she's <laughs> going to sing. Ashanti was really don't. dope with the hooks, though. But I just, you know, that's yeah, not Yeah, but me. her voice was mediocre at best. Listen, I was Timberland in the clan, Missy Elliott all the way. I was not recognizing anyone. So you weren't a Ja Rule fan? No. You weren't real. You uh, weren't a Jaw Rule fan. No, I mean, I obviously had to dance his music. Even with him and um, what's old girl name? Uh, um, when I cry, Lil you Mo? cry. We yes. Okay, Lil Mo, cool. That uh, that track or one or two tracks. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm there. That she was fire. So you weren't feeling it though. You weren't a Jaw Rule fan. I'm, no, I'm still seriously, y'all dead ass. I y'all are hitting never, me with some like. No, I mean, y'all. They took over the early 2000s. I had no choice but to like them. Because it was him, it was Ashanti, it was what? what is That's it, Big it. Pun? him and Ashanti. No, it's Big Pun and the other one. Was Big Pun a part of their crew? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. They're, all, really? they're all on. I, think, I thought Big Pun and, and, and uh, the other guy was in the same. Fat Joe? Fat Joe. Okay, I just put them uh, Yeah, you just, yeah, I think you I just put them all together because yeah. they're from New York. Or are yeah. they from New York? I know Ja Rule is from New York because 50 Cent punked the hell out of him. Oh, damn. So I, I know he's definitely from like New York. Hip-hop, like, I, I shouldn't have done that, right? <laughs> I think the listeners. With I think the I think the listeners know okay, your hip hop uh, your hip hop yeah. uh, vocabulary it's ain't. Just not there. ain't I mean, that's not your genre. It's fine. It's fine. I'm right. But you like trap music. I love trap music. Now and let's talk about me. Let's talk about my week. Okay, how was your week, Mish? It was nice. Um, 
That's you wanted it. to talk about it. Let's talk about Let's it. Let's talk about my week. That's really it. I just wanted y'all to know that I had a nice week. And what made it so nice? Um, My mom is back. Awesome. In town. Where did she go? She was in Houston for a while. Nice. Oh. Yes. And so my mommy's back. And um, I just did a lot with work. And it felt good. Um, my supervisor kind of was like really, really advocating for us this week and some different things and so i don't know it was just a nice week that's cool yeah I had a nice and i started reading a new book what? well i started reading the book like a few weeks ago but i really got into it this week so is it the audible version or is it the actual hard copy no it's it was paperback oh, paperback, <laughs> paperback toya um <laughs> it is yeah the shock the chakras 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 or chakras, chakras. i think it's chakras it is. are you sure it's chakras i Positive. think it's chakras yeah. I'm not, why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> I think it it's really chakra. I really think it is chakra. I thought it was chakras, but then this one guy was like, oh, you mean the chakras? And I was like. But can you trust him, though, with that's words? A good, that's a good. That You're right. Um, That is a good question. But it is chakras, though. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was chakras anyways. But anyways, yeah, I started reading about it. And so I'm How like, it? really, it's good. Like, I'm really into learning and not really applying yet, though. Yeah. Like, I want to, because I think a lot of people are kind of like just really into like the, oh, energy and vibes yeah. and blah, blah, blah. But yeah. I really want to get down to like the meat of it. Right. So it's been cool. That's dope. Yeah. Well, my week has been great. Um, we obviously had friends with us um, last weekend. Giving. Giving. Friendsgiving. We both Sorry, been doing I it. always fucking We both up. been doing it. Uh, Friendsgiving. And I had at least 20, over 20 something people in my home. Um, it was great. We had a ton of food. And the energy was great. We had so much fun. So shout out to everyone who uh, attended Friendsgiving. You can go on the our, I guess my page and Cara page to see check out the photos because it was lit. The food, y'all. The food was amazing. And I think we went live. We went live. We on did, our, and we did the we what live we're on thankful our yeah. for. We went yeah. live on our podcast, and everyone just basically ran around the room and said um, what they were thankful for. Oh, that's nice. And what they're looking forward to in 2018. It was really nice. People were like getting really like vulnerable. I was like, okay. It was nice. What I've noticed that everyone were everyone was really in a grateful place. Like, yep. you know, no one they didn't really ask for anything, but they were like very hopeful and very thankful. So that was a special moment. So it's it that time nice. of the season. It's exactly that yes. time of the season. That's what I like. It you was know, really it's time nice. to reflect, time to think, and time to really be hopeful. Yeah, so that was dope. It was a great week. Oh, really quick before we move on. Sorry. The Her concert. Listen. <sighs> it was so good. <laughs> Y'all love concerts. Yes, okay, so we do. Mish, you have to start coming to concerts. For real. It's really not that bad. For real. The concerts aren't, like, it's not uh, intimidating, like, a ton of people, like, a huge arena. It's like small, intimate. I mean, you posted that video the other day of Instagram to remind me we were going to the J. Cole concert. Mm -hmm. Do you remember how hot that was? <laughs> but okay, Was so it that outside? Was like, it was outside and it was way too many people. It was like, it was a That's huge wild. outside arena. So That's I don't like wild. those type of concerts. The, those, the only concert I would <laughs> go to that is at that magnitude is Beyonce. Mm. But like these, like what SZA, we ain't see SZA, we ain't see Daniel Caesar, we ain't see her, and 
like it was like pretty much like a house of blues vibe. You know, it was very oh, okay. small. Obviously, so it's standing intimate. Room. Yes, intimate standing room. And um, I just have the ingredients to enjoy a good concert. Like you really have to get at least two double shots of Crown and ginger ale. Yes, and you, <laughs> you have do. to like. You, you really do. just have to be in the moment. You um, really do. And I hate when people. I'm sorry. No, I hate no, when no. people in front of me literally like have their phone up the whole time. I'm well, like, yeah. that's what I'm saying is that. It almost feels like, well, why don't I just do this in my house? Because if you're gonna be screaming and you got your phone out the whole time, oh, I'm really I enjoying. Okay. I tap folks on their shoulders. Hey, uh, excuse me, uh, I can't see behind you. I really did. So listen, Tank. Tank is actually will be in Dallas on Wednesday. Mm. We should go. You're enjoying the album. I think we should. I go. like his album. I think let's just go. It's probably gonna be really good. No, too. it's gonna be off the chain. Where is it like, at? Tank that and, like, Savage. Sing. That song, Savage. Yeah, I like it. Where is Can it? Can we put that song? <laughs> I like it. Where is it? I don't know. It's somewhere oh. I just I don't know like the venue, but I know he'll be here this Wednesday. It's gonna be somewhere small. It's probably gonna be part. Yeah, he always Y'all do like smaller totally venues. Totally go. I'm definitely gonna go. Concerts I'm thinking are about going way. if I'm in town. So I'll let you know if I'm in town. Let me know about it. And I think we should go, but you have to be like. Yeah, well, maybe I'll use your ingredients. I'll do this yeah, two shots of get, Crown and ginger ale. You know, two double shots of Crown. So oh, like, two that's like double shots. That's four shots. shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. And then you'll just be in the mood, and then you get another drink, and then you'll be you'll be in, you'll be singing from the top of your lungs. For real. It's, it's well, y'all know Escape got back together. Escape. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, I want to go to Escape concert, but them tickets they high. are taxing, and I can't fool with them. Yes, but I had some friends ask me to go to that, and I was Escape like, and Monica. And Monica. I'm not a Tamar fan, guys. I'm not a fan of anybody but Kendrick Lamar. And y'all, I have really realized that I am a fan of that man. Why you say that? Like, I found an album of his that I didn't know about uh-huh. and was literally at my house vibing the freak out. Like, it was kind of, like, ridiculous. And I've been on this Kendrick Lamar kick for, like, the last four days. And what I've realized <laughs> is that it's it's beyond just, like, oh, He's a good hip hop artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I really like him. <laughs> I want to hear his voice. Like, I'm really. He's yeah. great. Oh. great. His old stuff is good too. What's the album that you found? What's the name of it? Um, hold on. I have to look it up because um Because I like but uh, Section 80. There's a song on there called Rigor Mortis. It's probably Section 80. Yeah, that's it. Section, I know section, section 80. 80. Uh-huh. 2011. Yeah, and I was like, I what? Like. How did I not know about this? And then this rigor mortis, how many times did I say that for like <laughs> six months straight? You're like the only yeah. person I know who really recycled that word. <laughs> really did say it a bunch. So and this, what do you like about his music? Because I've <clears throat> really tried to get into his music. So first of all, his voice, his sound just, brings out emotions in me. Okay. So I don't even have to hear the words first. It's just that his sound, I hear emotion. And then... I go back and listen to the words, and he really ha- is a storyteller. Like he, he makes me feel like I'm in the room or in whatever is going on while he's mm. projecting the words. That's really so, dope. I just have all types of feelings, and I'm a fan. I this is the first person I've ever been a fan of. Wow! Yeah, it's the first time. For everything, and I appreciate Kendrick for not even as a little girl. You wasn't like crushing on nobody. Man, you was a, oh, you talking just girl? a dude? <coughs> I'm not a, a rapper. <coughs> I'm not a Whitney Houston fan. Whitney Houston is just like 
Whitney Houston. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I really don't. She, I always <laughs> felt like I always felt like she was probably like my aunt or something. Like, I just connected to her personality versus like her being an artist and like singing and all of that. But Kendrick Lamar, the next time he comes to Dallas, I will be there. That will be the first concert that I'm just like I'm going because I want to see him. Okay. I think he was here. Re- I don't say recently. Yeah, he was like four months. Yeah, ago. I'm about to say it was kind of recent. Yeah. We were supposed to fly out and fly to New York, and, and go we should have went yeah, we because that would have been very intimate. That yeah. was before Damn, and I want to say I thought that was when Damn came out. Mm-mm, that was before Damn. Damn was this year. Okay. We were supposed to do that like two years ago. Right. Okay. That makes I'm sense. I'm gonna say this about Damn. It's not my fave. Oh, it's not mine either. Cause I feel like Untitled he to needed me to is come. better than Damn. I, I would even say uh the other one is better than Untitled. Uh the one that had the van on the front. Good Kid Mad City is Good definitely Kid better than Mad Untitled. City is a Good Kid Mad City is his album. Yeah, like, like that's it. Money <laughs> Trees is my jam. I'm talking about I can listen to Money Trees on a loop for three hours and still not get sick of it. Yeah. It is so good. That freaking album is great. And good the Kid Mad is City good too. and To Pimp a Butterfly came after it. To Pimp a Butterfly was also a very phenomenal album. Untitled came after To Pimp a Butterfly and then Damn. And it was just like... And Damn is good. It's just not as good as Good Kid Man City. Exactly. And honestly, Section 80 is better than Damn. better than Damn and better than Untitled. And better than the Pippa Butterfly to me. Yeah, it's but better than Untitled. Just, yeah. That's just me. I mean, we're going on a tangent about... I could yeah, talk sorry. about this man all Justin night. Justin is like <laughs> not even involved. Yeah, I, am I just love mistake. him. And so I guess I kind of like... I finally understand that feeling that y'all have when y'all talk about people that y'all are fans of. I know what it feels like now. I just... I'm a fan of the way music makes me feel. Yeah. So if a certain artist evokes an emotion out of me whether it's extreme happiness or like making me like it's soothing or whether it just makes me feel like Ben makes me feel that's when I gravitate so that's why I gravitate to Daniel Caesar because literally every song evokes some sort of emotion so I listen to Daniel Caesar because Cause I be uh, ranting. You told right me right. about it, and you was like, "You gotta listen." So I downloaded it, and you like him because you are so in love. No, that's not the only reason why I like him. Every song isn't a love song, though. It's not, but it gives you that feeling. It gives me emotions, yes. But I liked Daniel when he first came out, and I wasn't fully like me and Ben. I was like dating, mm-hmm. so I don't think it is. Well, that album to me is like a really good vibe. Like if you're in love or you're like in that space, if that album probably feels really good. I it's liked a, it. It's a good album. Yeah. It's a vibe album. Her is like that too, but her is... Sorry, we're going off on music. No, tangents. let's go. I think it's a good conversation. Her is a similar vibe. Except... Conversation. Conversation. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> Her is a similar vibe, but it's not an in love vibe. It's a I'm feeling you and I'm trying to ride it vibe. That's her vibe, which I actually like really ride like. It like riding a car? No, like no. I'm trying to ride your D. Oh, God. 
think of no I'm serious like that's what the song my pony all of her songs it. are why you acting like that you know I'm trying to give you this like literally that's all her songs which is cool like that's the vibe she's kind of got a scissor vibe a little bit she does I downloaded Except. her a while ago and I no, kind of listened no I mean the, the I lyrics yeah <laughs> volume one was way better than volume two for me you see I didn't listen to volume one I literally just got into her oh yeah I got into her because uh, White Matter put her. Ken. Yep. Shout out to Ken. Oh, yeah. I wonder if he still listens. He brought the, I think he does. He um, brought the upside down pineapple cake and nigga. it is dumb good. He put that picture up on his Instagram one day and I was like, hmm, mm, let me check out new that. music. Yeah. So let me say this. She was cool. With live music, I tend to ha- uh, gain a better appreciation seeing them live than listening to their music. Mm. Her was one of those artists, right? I listened to her music. It was cool. Like, she slightly... No, I don't want to say this. Um, her music was cool, but when I saw her live, when she was playing the piano, when she played the the guitar, the acoustic guitar, then she was mm. hitting on the drum sets, then when she played the electric guitar, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, this bitch is amazing. And then she can, like, actually sing. Really So well. I was like, okay, you know what? I really, I, I became a fan. Like, not a, you know, I mean, when you make <laughs> the idea of being a fan <laughs> at that caliber, I'm not a fan, but she has my attention, mm. if that makes sense. Right. And that's how I've always been with different artists or mm. even actresses, actors. It's always been like, oh, they have my attention, but it's never been like, I am a fan of this person Whatever they do, I'm gonna follow whatever like yeah. other people are. But that's how I am with Kendrick now. But um, I think f- concerts. Honestly, I probably was turned off when I went to a Chris Brown concert, <laughs> and it was not because of Chris Brown. Oh, why? My my best friend's cousin at the time was working as Chris Brown's road manager, and he was able to get us front row tickets. We skip band practice. We go to this Chris Brown concert. And this little girl's like nine, ten to fourteen in the front row with us. Mm-hmm. We grown people. Well, I mean, you know, we're nineteen, twenty, but they were like screaming so much, and I was like, "How are y'all even enjoying this when people are just screaming? Like that's all y'all are doing." Nobody was like really into the music. They were just looking at Chris Brown. And it that, was like, yeah. I can't do this. Like, this is not for me. This it's not is not like that at concerts. Like, it's not like that at, it was not like that at Daniel. I wasn't at the front. I went to go see Daily recently. Do you mm-hmm. know Daily? I've heard of him. And literally, it was just like everybody was vibing. It wasn't like nobody was like, I mean, there were moments when people were like, oh, you know, but. Throughout the concert, it was just literally people were like, I mean, the whole crowd was like wavy. Mm. And so I think it was just because it was like, that would be the same if you go to a Justin Bieber concert. Like, it's just going to be people in the front like, ah, Bieber! Or a Beyonce concert. Or mm. a Jay-Z concert. or Maybe like, not Jay-Z. Maybe Beyonce, but maybe not Jay-Z. I don't know. I've seen people snap Jay-Z concerts and it just be like, are y'all ever going to sit down and like just really enjoy him? Listen. No, people gonna stand up now. I mean, people <laughs> gonna stand appreciate, up. Do you appreciate? I mean, have you been to Jay Z concert? No, I have not. Okay, I mean, I You've wasn't been? a fan. While well, was on, I did the On the Run tour. Oh, they were together. I like sat down every time he came out. <laughs> I'm also not a huge Jay Z fan. Not that Me I'm either. I'm like 
I, I appreciate what he brings to hip hop, but I'm not like a, oh my God, I just gotta see him. I'm like, okay, I mean, yeah. he cool, you know? Man. I mean, I literally sat down when he came out. Like, yeah. Beyonce back. It was actually probably one of the worst Beyonce concerts. Those I who, heard that. Really? Because it's like, I think when people, like, when she has a concert, people go to see her. To share that time with, like, someone else is, I don't care who it was. It could have been, <laughs> you know, Whitney Houston. It's right. like, no. <laughs> I came to see Beyonce. Beyonce right? yeah. So, yeah. unfortunately, I, you know, and then, I don't know, some of his show, some of his, like, some of his, um, what is the word I'm trying to use? Like, not skits, but, like, his shows, it, it gets a little bit too dark. Really? Yeah, you know. Is he Kanye-esque? It's it's not Kanye-esque because I thoroughly enjoy Kanye's show. (laughs) Like, Kanye literally fucking performs all of his songs. Yeah. Jay-Z will, like, stop and talk, and then it's like, you you know, you're throwing up the the rock sign, and it's like... Yeah, that's what I've seen. It's like, nigga, like, be quiet. Like, just perform your music. Don't do all that <laughs> code slash praise, like, throw up the rock. Hove. Like, hove. Yeah, I've like, seen that. It's just a little bit. In your, it's, I mean, I'm just not a fan. <laughs> you know, so it is what it is. But um, You know who well, has a really good show? Did y'all see Drake? I haven't seen Drake. Like a couple summers ago? No. Oh, it was so good. It was one of the best concerts I've been to. You Hands know. Down. What is a good concert? What? <laughs> Frankie Beverly and May. Listen. I've seen them 38 times. I have Because they come every time. Mardi Gras. Freaking uh, the the uh, Zulu ball, they was there. Freaking homecoming in Baton Rouge. They're, they're like, I have seen them so many times. You've never I'm seen them? Of them? I've never seen them. and I. They are Frankie a good Beverly, Frankie Beverly and Maze is one of my all-time fate. Well, Frankie, well... Yeah, Frankie Beverly is one of my all-time favorite old school artists. Like I love all his all of his music. Mm-hmm. His music's literally moved me, but I just never been I never like got around to going to his concerts. And then, you know, my mom is also a huge fan and she like, he don't sound the same. Like, you know, he doesn't. He's, he doesn't he's, sound the same. He's all he keeps singing. Like he will he like is going to give it his all. Checks. He collects checks. He always have like a show a concert tour each season, every season. Yep. Like he's gonna come back to Dallas, and it's in the gonna spring. be all white. It's all because that's oh, what because old folks love all white. They gonna do that anyways. <laughs> they gonna do that anyways. All white and linen. Like they love a linen. linen. Ooh, they love a yep. linen, and they anyways, love a darn fedora. I guess we don't have no icebreaker because this obviously was the icebreaker, or maybe we do. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to. Let's run through it real quick. Basically. I posed the question on Twitter. I don't even know how I thought about this. Why um, did you think about that? I don't know. I was thinking one day, it's like, funny. what would be... Because I read it, and I was like, her on some other shit this morning. <laughs> well, <laughs> first of all, let me just say that people thought I was a Russian bot on Twitter when I, was, when I posed Russian this bot. question. So I was just thinking, like, what would be more offensive to somebody, a black person or a person of color, whether they would be called a nigger, which is like the quintessential hate word, or colored, which is a term, derogatory term, you know, used to segregate, or a coon, which is another derogatory term, which is synonymous, not synonymous, but 
uh, on the lines of like calling black people monkeys and stuff like that. So like trying to figure out which one is more or least offensive, least offensive or like most offensive, and then why? And if and if and the why is usually because of our detachment from the word. So like when I posted it on Twitter, most people said colored, that colored was the least offensive. But I feel like colored is the least offensive because it's the one that we're most detached from. But I don't know if that's I don't know how y'all feel about that. Yeah, definitely. I think all three are very offensive to me. However, if I had a like machete next to my head, I would prefer colored. Why? Um because of what you said. Like, I mean, I I'm not connected to the word. Um I've never heard anyone say colored in front of me, like in person. Mm-hmm. But I have heard nigga, and I have I had I have heard coon. You've heard nigger. Has Nig- somebody called you a nigger? I don't know because they're all they're all one and the same to me. Oh, like oh, so there's not a difference between the A and the ER for you. I mean, no. Really? In terms of how it makes me feel, no. Okay. Okay. So a white person has called you a nigga. No, they haven't called me a nigga. They have I've said nigga say, in your yeah, presence. Correct. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's the difference. I thought yeah. you were saying that they were just like, you nigga, like that. <laughs> no, being Joe. <laughs> you right nigga. Now. Well, but that's why I was, that's why I was, because that's how, like Michael Black. That's how they're going to say it. Like, they're <laughs> yeah. not going to say, like we said, they're going to be like, nigga, or something stupid. But anyway. Right. I'm, I'm like, in terms of the reaction, I'm, I will probably be like, the reaction wouldn't be as intense if I heard colored. If I heard colored, then you know what? I can actually have a conversation with you. And we can talk about why you should not say that. If I hear coon, I probably want to like choke you. If I hear nigga, I'm I like I have to put my hands on you, you know? So coon because what? Coon because I hear it a lot in like in Louisiana. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's I've just never a, heard anybody be called a coon. Like really? outside of just like a like yeah, outside like, of like you a, ever heard of coon ass? Like coon ass is a like a very basic, I mean a very common thing you will hear in Louisiana because there's there are a bunch of like. What did you say? Coon what? Coon ass. That's like a. It's like an insult, or is it like a? I, I really have never yes, heard it before. It's not so. as intense as like nigger. Yeah, it really isn't. So, so a, a white person would use it against a black person, or is it black on black, or is no? It... It's like it's it's a type of person, but oh. I don't know what type of person it is. I can probably a Google coon it. Coon ass. Yeah, coon ass. Yeah. I've never heard that. Um, That's interesting. So yeah, I think color would be uh, the least. I would be least offended by it. Okay. No, well, I would. My reaction would be as an intense. Okay. I'll I'll say that from that angle. Okay. So I've never heard anybody use the word colored either. However, um, in 2010 or maybe it was 2009, they did the census. And I was living in Atlanta at the time. And when I opened it up, it said white, Hispanic, or Mexican, whatever. I don't know which one it was, Asian or colored. And I said, well, I'll be John Brown. It was 2010, you said? Absolutely. (gasps) Let me tell y'all. Colored? Was on there? Let me tell y'all. I wrote an entire essay on that motherfucking census (laughs) about why you will not call me a colored person. What? In 20... 
Are you kidding me? Wow. I was I was like I wrote an entire essay on that paper, and I was like, I am a black person. You are not gonna call me colored. Why is this still on the census in 2010? 2010. Wow. So, anyways. I've never that. heard anybody say it, but I've seen it, and it made me feel some type of way. Like mm. I felt like we were back in 1953. Yeah, like it brought back feelings of like this is probably how my parents felt growing up, seeing it everywhere they went, Jeez. like colored only, and you know, for whites only. Like that's I feel like those are the feelings I got when yeah. I saw that. Um, but yeah, even though <laughs> those are the feelings, <laughs> I still feel like that is the least offensive out of coon and nigger because a coon to me is a black person that is entertaining white people. Mm -hmm. And I oftentimes think that that is what they see us as. Their mother freaking yeah, entertainment. I agree. Our music, our athletes, anything, mm -hmm. they see us as their entertainment. So that really, really upsets me because I'm not here to entertain you. Mm -hmm. Just because we are talented people does not mean that our talents are here to make you feel yeah. entertained or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like That is part of the reason why I'm not so quick to kiki and hee hee with them. Cause, Correct. Cause Especially like I, yeah. in sports. Yeah. That, <laughs> these white owners owning football and yes. basketball teams, mm -hmm. especially basketball because it's heavily heavily populated with black athletes. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like we're there for their entertainment. And in this this whole protesting goes to show they don't give a finuck about us. All they care about is take that pigskin down that field, make the field goal and make me some money. And Jerry Jones, white pasty ass, is one of the main ones. Mm -hmm. And all these <laughs> clowns, <laughs> clowns out here watching these cowboys and watching this football every week. Meanwhile, these mm -hmm. white people don't give a damn about us. No, mm -hmm. like. Uh, so don't call me no coon because that, I mean, it just, woo. But yeah, and then obviously nigger it just is what it is with nigger yeah that's just yeah. off top i've actually heard the term colored in 2017 <laughs> what and it was one of my co-workers oh my gosh and it was said it wasn't said in a derogatory manner it was said as an adjective to describe something that was non-white, but not necessarily black. Does that make sense? So they were trying to say people of color or person of color? Right, but they say colored people. So I didn't know whether I should get mad or <laughs> if I, like, I really was like in my office like, okay, do I like? Do I cuss her Correct out? Correct that. Like, yeah. 
Do I like say something to her? Do I? So she wasn't even talking about black people though. I think black people were included in the oh, group. Oh, okay. It was just all people white that were not white. Right. Okay. Were colored. And I'm not even going to tell the whole scenario because I, I don't want nobody to go back and be, you know, say nothing mm-hmm. crazy yeah, about yeah. work. But it just, I, it shocked me. And I didn't realize it. That's why I came up with this. I think that's partially why I came up with this scenario because I didn't realize that that word evoked so much emotion out of me. Because when I heard it, I was like, ooh, like that stung, you know? And when she said it, I just like closed my door. I was Did you like, correct okay. her? Oh, you closed your door. Cause it was so my problem, and I need to get better with this. I I don't have like a fifty percent. I'm either at zero or a hundred, <laughs> and so I can't go to a hundred at work. Yeah, it's and so I chose to stay at zero. But I have in other instances checked that person. On a di- as it related to black people about other things. Okay, yeah. So, um, and I mean, you don't anyway. always have to be the black advocate, especially at work. You know what I'm saying? I know. It just that that particular moment almost felt like it just could have really been a teachable moment. I just I couldn't get my attitude together (laughs) in order to have the conversation that needed to be had in the tone that it needed to be had in. Do you feel that she needed to be taught? I wasn't even there and I feel like she needed to be taught because people of color or persons of color is a thing. So she needs to know the difference. Yeah. And I don't, I can't really tell y'all the joke because I don't really want to I don't want to like, I'll tell y'all after this, but anyway, it just, I didn't realize it was going to like make me feel that way. Nigger, obviously, I mean, that's like the, when I think of nigger, I think of slavery and Mm. like lynchings and Mm -hmm. like, that's what that takes me back to. So, um, and Coon, I mean, it's actually, this is probably offensive. It's funny to me because... (laughs) It's funny because when people use coon, they are talking about somebody who's like, oh, I'm entertaining the postman. Exactly. And so, like, I think I have used the term coon in response to, like, something along the lines of when Ray Lewis started trying to take a knee after he bashed Colin Kaepernick. I think I retweeted somebody that was like, this old coon ass, blah, blah, blah. So they probably said coon ass nigga. Like, but the two went coon, in. Excuse me. Coon to me is the least offensive mm. out of the three. Because it's it's always been used jokingly when I've used it. Or like not in a ser- not like a as a derogatory, like derogatory, but not like it's almost like you ugly. Kind of like, you know, like I'm talking about you, but it's not to your soul. Colored. And nigger to me are like those are like I'm jabbing you in your heart. Like mm. colored makes me think of the separate like lunch counters, the freaking water fountains, like the separation, segregation is what that makes me think of. Coon just makes me think of somebody that's being stupid. That's you know, like you should know better. Like you're a coon because you're out here acting foolish type thing. That's probably why it makes me so upset. Is that you should know better. 
And why are you giving these white people that? Like Ray Lewis, like you said. Why are you what why? What did this fool say about kneeling on boat knees? Well, first of all, he said that Colin Kaepernick needed to cut his hair because he didn't need to he wear an that? afro. No, yes. whatchamacallit said that? Dark skin dogs. Vic. Michael Vick said that. Dark oh, skin dogs <laughs> was what you <laughs> Sorry. No, I mean, that is a description. No, it's the perfect. No, when you said I was like, Michael Vick. Like, I knew exactly (laughs) who you were talking about. Oh, Michael Vick said that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Ray Lewis said something about Colin Kaepernick before. Something about the protests. Yeah, he said something out the way. And then when it came to kneeling, (laughs) this clown. He looks so stupid. This clown, instead of taking a knee. (laughs) He put both knees down. And then have the nerve to bring the Lord in it. Clown. Have oh, the gosh. nerve to bring the Lord in it. The unmitigated gall. Anyways, guys. So, uh, I mean, Takara, to answer your question, I mean, all three can get any of any of y'all knocked off. <laughs> but, like I said, if I had a, like a machete to my head or a gun to my head, I will be least likely to move. If I heard the word color. I mean, I just feel like at the end of the day, and I'm not going to say that. I'll tell y'all this afterwards. I'm not going to say that. Go ahead. Well, if if you want to join in the conversation about whether you will be called colored coon or a nigger, which I'm, I already know you don't want to be called either of them, but <laughs> let's talk robot. about it. <laughs> which one would you prefer? If you had to choose black people. You didn't hear it? (laughs) 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 Sorry. Go. Um, Tweet us at Millennial Love, LOV3. Speaking of tweeting, if you do not follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, and Twitter, (laughs) please follow us at Millennial Love. That is two L's, two N's, L-O-V-3. Now, for the meat of this show, y'all, are y'all ready? Let's meat get to it. So, you know, we just, you Let's know, visited our families remember. for Thanksgiving, right? Mm-hmm. This Thanksgiving, it had me thinking how, one, I'm thankful to be around my family and I absolutely love them. But then, two, I realized how blended we are. Mm. Not coming from one lineage, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. outside of marriage, right? Mm-hmm. So, obviously, we live in a world where, you know, papas are being called, papas, our papas were rolling stones. There's obviously a high di- divorce rate. And we just sometimes have to deal with Brenda and all her babies, right? And a lot oh of baby God. daddies. And a lot of baby daddies. <laughs> <laughs> and unfortunately, I feel that we are forced to take the high road and our we have to make sure that our behavior is in a manner that, you know, we need to unify this family. Mm, but okay. like what really happens when you don't like your stepsister or mm. your half-sister or you don't really <laughs> fuck with them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because their their blood is not running through you, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, you're a force to be their brother or sister. So I wanted to just talk about like talk tonight and talk about how we maneuver through those awkward moments and how we got over it. Maybe share some experiences if y'all feel the need to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, but just mm-hmm. to really talk about it because I'm not gonna lie, like my family became blended at the age of. 10 or 11, and I was not feeling it. Mm. 
and no one was listening to me. I don't think you understand. I mean, like, one of my favorite aunts was just, like, not hearing it. And I'm like, someone has to at least listen to me. Like, right. I'm, this is this is just, like, a little bit too much <laughs> for me, you know? Yeah. So I just wanted to talk about that. So first question, do you have any stepsisters or bro- brothers or half brothers or have brothers, half sisters? And if so, when did you find out about them? Because that also is like a, (laughs) it's like, hold on, bitch. Wait. So please feel free to answer, guys. I don't, any any one of you. I don't currently have any step siblings because neither of my parents are married at this time. Um, But all of my siblings are half. I don't share the same mom or dad with any of my siblings. My older brother is my mom's son. My older sister is my dad's daughter. And my younger brother is my dad's son. So they're all half. Now, I'll let my mama tell it that they only half if y'all got different daddies. If y'all got the same mama, <laughs> that's your whole brother because y'all that. came from the same womb. Wound, right, they yeah. love to my do that. Don't let people love to do that. <laughs> so anyways, <clears throat> but yeah, um... And my sister, my older sister, I knew about her my whole life. But her mom, when she and my dad divorced, um, was upset that my dad remarried. So she stopped letting my dad see his daughter. Mm -hmm. So I met her when my senior year of high school, when I was 17. Nice. Yeah. People really do that. Like, that is just probably. Yeah, yeah, people really, really do that. The pettiest. Most That's I think it's it's, it's horrible to do so. It's so disgusting. It's, it's extremely disgusting. But there, you don't you think there's no but in that? No I don't but? think there's a but because don't there's, there's no a but, but because that's the no. child, that person's parent. Yeah, and Correct. you're making and you're making a decision based on somebody like it don't matter whether you be around that that father because that's not your father. Yeah. Like right. you're depriving a child of a whole parent, an entire. A whole parent that like is half of their genealogy. No, yeah, and they're Sorry, missing out I, I on am. like meeting cousins and aunts yeah. and everything yeah, on the whole. You know? I'm not here for it. I'm not here for keeping people. I'm not here for keeping people away from their family. I don't give a darn who it is. Yeah, I'm not. That either. is not. I hate that. My grandma well, did that to I me, and I hate that. Circumstances. I mean, yeah, there are obviously you have to protect children. So yeah. if there are certain things that are. You know, yeah. they need to be away from them. But uh, a father or a mother that genuinely wants to be a part of their child's life and, and they will be beneficial to them, right. I think that you should not do that. But, I, I mean, agree. I've had stepsisters and stepbrothers before. Um, it was all right. We're going to talk, <laughs> talk more about that later. Car. I have a step um, a stepsister on both sides. Wait, can you explain the difference? What makes you a stepsister and what makes you a half? When you don't share parents. Okay, when you don't share parents, you're, you're a step stepsister. And your parents marry each other. You're step. Mm-hmm. Half is when you share a At common okay. parent. All right, cool. Yeah. yeah, I have a stepsister on both sides. So your dad has a, has a stepdaughter and my mom has a stepdaughter. Okay. Um, and when did you find, well, obviously you found out about it. When yeah, I found out about my other stepsister when my dad started cheating on my mom. And then I found out about my, about Destiny, who y'all met, yeah. mm-hmm. um, whenever Tori and my mom started dating That's probably crazy 10 years ago. y'all slightly look alike. Yeah, yeah, we could all be one family. Y'all blend, right. yeah, y'all blend y'all well. really blend well. We could all be one family. And it seems well. like y'all have a good relationship. Yeah, so. she's cool. That's yeah. really good. 
So, um, what about you? I, my sister from my mother, that's my sister. Right. That ain't my, that ain't my half sister. No. But me and my little sister, we shared, we shared different dads. We're obviously nine years apart. So my mama wasn't just out ya. And, <laughs> thugging. Right. Um, but so she's my half sister. Um, and then on my dad's side, I have two half brothers and three half sisters. Um, I've always known about my half sister uh, from my mother. Um, from my dad's side, I knew about my older half brother and my younger half brother, and my I would say one of my half sisters. Um, ever since I was like alive, um, because um, he was married to their mom. Oh, okay. It's kind of weird, y'all, because, and well, no, this is probably TMI. No, I can talk about it because we're going there. Um, I was conceived while my dad was in a marriage, mm-hmm. and that those were his kids. Oh, do right. they? Do they have a like? Did they feel some type of way about you when you were little? Um, I don't. I don't really like. I wasn't really. I didn't hang around them because my dad had also moved on to another woman. So I hung around. <laughs> Your daddy them. was a thug. No, he was like, he was, he was like, he was a rolling stone. He was literally. out ya. Um, but very cool and respect, you know, he was still, you know, a good nigga, but he was a, also a nigga nigga. Niggas went. He, Niggas gonna nigga. Yeah. <laughs> so, Niggas um, gonna nigga. My other half sister, I found out about her probably like when I was a teenager, but never really met her. Um, and then I found out about the last um, half sister at my older half-brother's wedding, and I was, like, maybe 22. And how my dad introduced her was, like, you know, I walked up to him. I was like, hey, Dad, what's up? Sorry, I'm late. And he was like, hey, what's up, son? Um, This is, he said my sister's name. He was like, you know, this is your sister. <laughs> and I'm like, hi, how are you? <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, oh, hey, you know, I'm already, I'm always cool. Like, I'm like, oh, hey, how you doing? Um, and then, like, you know, we just proceeded to go into, into the wedding. Mm. Um, that had to be a were you awkward bamboozled? exchange. Yeah, did you feel like? I felt bamboozled. <laughs> but the thing about it is I had my best friend, Tanya. Shout out to Tanya. I had my best friend, Tanya, with me um, because, like, we had to drive out to the wedding. And for whatever reason, the, you know, my half-sister, which, you know, we have a really great, well, no, we don't have a really great relationship, but we have a established relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole time, like, we were talking, and she was like, yeah, you know how daddy is, you know, like, like just referring, like, yeah, you know, that's daddy, you know, whatever we were talking about. And, I mean, most of y'all know that, like, my dad wasn't really in my life. Mm-hmm. So my response in my head was like, no, I don't, I don't really know. know how he is, you know, mm-hmm. which lets me know that. He was more. He was in her life more than he was in my life, and we're only one year apart. Oh, she's older mm. than you. One year older than I yeah. am. Yeah. So I was like in the middle of the like the like in the middle of the ceremony. I'm like, you know what? I feel some tears coming, and I don't need to be here. Yeah. So I left. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and you, I, and you just do it so casually. It's your sister. Uh, right. Say hi. And weddings are already emotional, so right. like adding that extra layer, wow. Right. So I'm, I mean, and so just imagine like I'm building a relationship with my other half brothers and sisters who my dad was married to, like you know their yeah, mom. Their mom. Yeah. So I'm, like I'm not already cool with them. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm already anxious because these aren't people that I really, really know. I know that I'm related to them through 
by my dad and like we're blood related. Yeah. But I still don't know them. So right. for me to be introduced to like like in, introduced to another half sister within that setting, and then for her to just be referring to my daddy like I'm supposed to like you know like she know this nigga and I don't really know this nigga. And I'm like, you know what? I feel, you know what? I feel like I was the one, that one child yeah. who he did not pay enough attention to. Mm. And it was evident because all what she was talking about, I'm like, I don't really know what you're talking about. I don't, I really don't know how daddy is. Do you think she <laughs> was doing it? my all... daddy. I don't know if that's your daddy. Daddy ain't your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Do you think she was doing it on purpose? No. Okay. It was very sincere. Okay. Yeah. She's, yeah. I could see her being sincere in that. Yeah. I mean, I think she was in, like, I mean, I think she were facing some of the things that I was facing at that exact same moment. So I think she was just using that as a way to connect to with connect me. To connect with you, but you didn't know I it. I was not trying to connect oh, with her. Oh, wow. So. She probably had feelings about, well, you said that she was around. I was just about to say, with her being the only girl and then someone else being in the picture. Right. That's so kind of how I felt. Yeah. So, okay, y'all, it's, it's awkward well, for me talking about it right now. No, and and <laughs> and I want to say really quick, like I'm, um, I found out about my, like I said, my dad's stepdaughter. Once my dad started um, his infidelity, mm. and it was like, who is this lady, and why is this girl here, like? And I'm the oldest, so I'm older than everybody. Like, I'm the oldest child, period, yeah. on both sides. So I peeped stuff early. I'm like, I'm like, Wait, probably so like eight. You were eight. around the infidelity? Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm like eight or not. Well, I'm 30 now. So that was, they've been married for 15 years. So I probably was five or six. Yeah, this is before my sister was born. And so I remember us had we had a house in Fort Worth, and my stepmom would come around, and I would be like, "Why is she here? Like, who is this darn lady, and why is she always around?" And then her daughter would come around, and she's around a little bit younger than me, so it was just it it was awkward as a kid trying to figure out who is who and why right. they're here because you right. just you see people and you're like, "I don't know who to," and then. Parents don't explain stuff. They're not right. like, hey, this is my friend. I didn't get any of that. So I kind of had to just like figure that out Yeah, on my own. And it was awkward for a long time. I, I can imagine. I apologize. I forgot two other sisters. <laughs> <laughs> two other no, sisters? I have two stepsisters. So my mom oh, ended up getting yeah. married. Oh, okay. So my mom. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, we I was about be. to say, damn, daddy. <laughs> I was about right, to say, no, your daddy ain't daddy, playing. No. So my mom ended up getting married um, when I was when I was eleven years old, and he had two daughters. So those are my stepdaughters. I mean, my stepsisters. Correct. Right. <laughs> I'm about to say that. <laughs> right. That escalated quick. <laughs> right. right, they're my daughters. All right. So um, now that we have identified that, um, did you live with your siblings? I'll just go ahead on this. Just call them siblings from here on out because those are your siblings. Right. Um, so, did you live with them? And if not, um, how often did you see them? And I, did you desire to have a relationship with them? Okay. I know that's like a three part question. Well, two part question. Okay. So, no, I haven't lived with either side because okay. I'm the oldest. So, by the time it was time for me to like live with them, I was already going to college. So, this okay. wasn't like a. I was the only, I'm the only kid that didn't live with them. Um, 
What was the second part? Did I want to build a relationship? So did you des- did you have any desire to um, have a relationship with them or felt the need to be close with them? I did. I mm. felt as if, because family is super important to me. Yeah. So like, I always wanted to make sure, and I'm the oldest. I know I keep saying that, but that's so that's important to me yeah. too. Like being the oldest is a really important job for me. So I always wanted to try to like be an example and like really foster that family relationship. And um, I think it was successful um, up until things deteriorated between me and my dad. And then things deteriorated between me and my stepmom. And then once those deteriorated, then my relationship with my stepsister on that side deteriorated too. Mm. Cause she said something that I didn't like. And I, you know, I went for the jugular on her. Mm. It was probably wrong, but I don't regret it. Um, <laughs> uh, well, we'll talk about that more. <laughs> yeah. With my stepdad's daughter. Destiny's cool. Like, I mean, you know, I spend a lot of time with her because she comes to our house for every holiday, just about. So I think she's closer with my sister. Her and my sister are very close in age. Excuse me. So they talk about more stuff than they're comfortable talking to me about. But, um, yeah, I I think it is. And it's still important to me to foster those relationships because, I mean, you're going to be around those people for holidays birthdays, important moments, and it's it's important to have some sort of relationship with them. Yeah, I think um, for me, I lived with um, my stepsisters. I lived with my stepsister. By the time we moved in, my older stepsister, she was like grown, mm-hmm. like she was 18. Um, but I lived with my stepsister, stepsister and it was like terrible. <laughs> <laughs> What's the age difference? We're one year apart. She's one year under me. Oh, that's why it was terrible, though. You know when you're closer in age. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, we can talk about it now. I think when you're closer in age, I feel like you bump heads more in my experience. Well, like, we... I, we didn't have a problem with hanging. We actually... We were cool amongst ourselves. Like, you know, we were... We, I got along with her. Okay. The problem came in was her relationship to... Her father, like her her relationship with her father and my relationship with him. And you, yeah, you didn't like him for a long time. I did not like him. Yeah. Like, I mean, I probably literally just started telling him I love him like maybe five years ago. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't like, he wasn't a bad nigga. You know what I'm saying? I just didn't know how to receive another male figure in my home. Like he actually. When you've been the man pretty much, yeah, right? You like, were like you know, the guy in your yeah, house. Yeah. You know, uh, now you got to listen to this nigga. Right. <laughs> And like not even not disrespectful, yeah, like, but like but seriously. Yeah. You know? yeah. Anyway, so like it was terrible because like me and my stepdad, we didn't really get alone. And my mom, like the way they handled their relationship was like, you take care of yours, and I'm gonna take care of mine. Like in terms of, um, I guess, um, discipline. is it rep- discipline? Um, but you know, he took care of all of us financially. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Whenever we went on family trips, like it, I was. We were all a big family, but when it came to discipline, it's like he did not discipline me. My mom did. And it's like it was always my fault, not necessarily really understanding, like getting the big picture or even like she never showed me that she disagreed with him. It was like, Justin, you need to get in line, you know, which was terrible for me because my stepsister is like I felt like she got she knew what was up. 
So she would do things because she knew that her dad wouldn't really do anything to her, but my mom would do Get something to me. Right. Mm. So it was never it was never like fair to me. Mm. Um and then like, you know, it was just terrible. I mean, it was terrible because like I feel like as a man and uh I guess a woman within like a marriage and a blended family, it is your responsibility to unify the family mm. in every way. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like I th- maybe they thought that that was the best way to deal with it, but some per- if you're dealing with four people, someone is going to get the short end of the stick, right? Yeah. Right. Because one parent is not going to reprimand their child to the extent of the other parent. Right. It's right. always going to be obviously she's a female. Um, maybe he has some, res- you know, some some like making up to do with her. You know what I'm saying? With him and you know her mom or whatever. And then like me is just like I'm like bro like. You can't talk to me like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was a high head verbally, but I mean, it was just terrible because like at that point, I would say from 11 years old to 17, I was not myself. I did not. I hated being at home. I would literally come home from school at like seven o'clock at night. I got so engulfed into like extracurricular activities <laughs> to the point where I would not want to come home. And when I come home, I want to take a shower and go to bed Eat and go to sleep. Right. But I had to wash the dishes. So it's just like, you know, I had to interact with them. But it was terrible from that angle um, because of the way that they decided to, um, I guess, unify us on that, I guess, on that level. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I hated her because we actually, we actually, you know, we were cool at school. Like, we would have a good time at school. But then when we get home, it's like, okay, the bitch know her advantages. You know what I'm saying? Not calling her a bitch, but no. you know, right. it's just like, she know what she doing. So that's all it was. Are y'all still cool? Yeah. You know, now that I was out the house, I'm like, deuces, I ain't never went back. Mm-hmm. Well, I did go back for two years, but she was already gone. Like, she was in college. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was hard. And then, obviously, like, you know, my little sister, she was there, too. So, she feel like we didn't show her enough attention. And I can understand why she felt that way, because I was down there trying to fight for my life. Everybody got to fight for themselves. Fight for my life. Everybody's just like fighting at this point. So, Shell, how about you? Um, So, obviously, I grew up with my mom's son. Um, But we're 11 years apart. So, you know, growing up, I don't know. When I was 11, he was 22. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we grew up together. We lived in the same house. Um, He's probably the sibling that I consider to be like my sibling because he's the person that I lived with. But um, I was not very happy about meeting my little brother. Um, I will be very vulnerable and say that I was not happy at all. Is it because you were the baby? I was the baby. baby. Correct. (laughs) And then I found out he was a boy and my dad was like all super excited. It's like, hold on. And I was like, if they name this little nigga Junior, I'm really going to be upset. But they did not name him Junior. So, (laughs) and like me and my dad are like, this like that you know like I was his girl like I I have pictures somebody sent me a picture the other day of me and my dad like sleep on the couch um and I I had to be like seven and I'm like laid out (laughs) all over my dad and he's wide mouth wide open um but yeah I just wasn't happy and at the time um she um her kids were living with my 
Look, my daddy oh, calling. He's gonna right. live a long time. Oh, <laughs> answer the phone. I'm not about to answer because he he's not gonna hang long? up. Oh, yes, okay. my daddy's gonna talk forever. Um, oh, he gonna be like, oh, you doing your mic thing? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of what he said. <laughs> so, um, she had two kids. And so it was like they all lived with my dad and I live with my mom and I come over on the weekends. So I almost felt like a visitor in my yeah. own house. You know what I'm saying? Because oh the house God. that they lived yeah. in was the house that me and my dad picked out together. And I picked out my room and like I picked out colors for my room and like all of that. And then I would come over there on the weekends and they'd been in my room. And then my dad would be like, I mean, but they live here. And it's like, but why they can't stay in a room? Like why they have to come in my room? But um, me and her son, because her son is only a year younger than me, um, we had a good relationship. Like, <laughs> we would, like, plot things together. Like, I had a car. He didn't. So it would be like, can you come pick up me and my friends? And, like, we'll say that. You know what I'm saying? Like, we had a good relationship. And then when we found out that she was pregnant, me and him were like, how you feel? And I was like, how you feel? And he was like... They don't need to be doing that. And I was like, <laughs> I know. Like, why? What is happening? I was like, get your mama. And he was like, well, get your daddy. <laughs> right. You know, but I mean, we had a good relationship. And then her daughter was so much younger than us. Like, I think her daughter is like eight years younger than me. So she was mm. a little kid. Yeah. So she was fun to be around. She was a firecracker. But um, yeah, I had issues with my little brother being born. Then to top it off. <laughs> My sister comes back in the picture. So my little brother is born in 2004, right? April 2004. December 2004, my sister pops up. Pops up like what? What do you mean? Remember, I told you her mom would not. Oh, and let her see the dad. My dad. So, like, she just randomly was like, I'm going to find out where my dad is. And she did. Mm. And it's like, well, damn, I went from being my dad's only to being the middle kid. Like, (laughs) what is really happening? And, And then it was like my senior year in high school. And so I'm having these feelings of like, this is supposed to be about me. Right. Like, we done talked about this for years. Like, what? What? Baby brother, older sister, she got five kids. Like, mm-hmm. what? I mean, well, at the time, I think she had four. So it was like, now he a granddaddy, and like, he's so super excited, and it's like, what Wait. about me? Yeah. Here's the thing. Those are real feelings. For real. That our parents sometimes force us to unify and it will get mad at us if we're not ready and the only yeah. person that listened to me was my mom wow she was the only person that like really understood but also i think she understood because her dad had another family after her so she was his baby and then her dad ended up marrying somebody else and having kids so mm-hmm. she knew kind of basically what i was going through like feeling like dang like i thought that was right you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but it took some time and over, you know, the years, um, I lost those feelings um, yeah. of, I guess, feeling like somebody was going to take my place. Right. Like nobody can take my place in my dad's life. Right. Um, I just think that he and I, we just have this bond yeah. and nobody can take that place. Um, me and my little brother, that is my buddy (laughs) like that is my buddy he like texts me all the time and he 
every time he texts me he asking about something but he's he's such a super cool kid that it's like i want that relationship right, with him right. he and i didn't live together obviously because i am 16 years older than him <laughs> um so when he was born i clearly was going to college right right but um i did when i moved back to dallas i stayed with my daddy for a year my little brother was 10 jeez i know he was a badass he was a bad little kid and it was like Smelling he went the outside because you know kids be outside all the and busting my room like outside oh, God. he would bust in my room so it, it really did feel good though like when i moved back because mm-hmm. it was like i always wanted what? a little yeah. sibling when mm-hmm. i was younger mm-hmm. and then when i moved back it was like we argued like we brothers, were yeah. yeah like brothers yeah. and sisters he would bust in my room and i'd be like bro what are <laughs> you doing get out of here you know like that right. annoying little brother mm-hmm. so i love him to death but it, it did it took me a while correct to in like parents i don't think that they really understand you kind of have to talk to your kids about those things even when like families are pregnant and they're having a new baby you talk to the older sibling about having a new baby Mm -hmm. and my dad just didn't he was just like well because you were older that's probably why he's like she good right she good 16 that's still kind of young no but i mean young (laughs) yes but that's not what parents are thinking. He like, wasn't. Thinking. If you were three, he would be like, "Okay, you're gonna, gonna have, have a new, yeah, 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 like but, it would be different." Yeah. He and actually, I found the. Uh, he wasn't even going. I don't even know when he was gonna tell me because I found the sonogram, <laughs> and he came in the house and I, it was like I was his lady. Like, right. what is what this? is? This? I need it. I need answers. And he was like, "Oh, you found that, huh? Yeah, <laughs> nigga. Like, I wanted to be like, you what? Found that, huh? But um, yeah. So I had to work through those feelings on my own. Or, you know, talking to my mom about it. I had to work through that as well. Um, So for the sake of time, um, I was going to ask, like, you know, what was conflict like with your siblings? But I definitely gave an example of conflict within the household earlier. Um, So, like, did you, like, with any type of conflict, if you had a conflict, did you get the the support from your parent you were closely related to? So if you had any conflict car with your step-siblings, right, Mm -hmm. did did your dad support you? in a way that like support you in a way that like for instance like in terms of communication like yeah. instead of like you know communicating to you like how car would receive it mm-hmm. not necessarily just speaking in general like in front of everybody you know what i'm saying um i i made that face because i don't think i ever had conflict with my siblings okay. step si- step siblings mm-hmm. um outside of like in 2017 got gotcha. you I don't necessarily think, yeah, I don't think I had any conflict. I mean, outside of just like the regular like regular, kid, like kid stuff, stuff. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't remember anything significant. Right. Now, recently, me and my stepsister on my dad's side got into it about something, and we haven't talked since. Mm. And um, I'm cool. <laughs> so I mean, I have another question for that. So, um, <laughs> Shell, do you want to answer? I mean, yeah, my dad always took my side. That, I mean, it just that he gonna do that anyway. So that's what he gonna do. You know that's what I'm saying? Like he, anyway. I mean, he always took my side. Like I remember one time, I think it was a situation where like we were supposed to be cleaning up, and I'm I'm the weekend kid. Like I come over here on the weekends, and so that's basically what my dad would say. He'd be like, "She only here on Friday and Saturday. On Sunday, she going home. That's damn. They not cleaning up." So it was like you know I got away mm. with whatever. He never. Yeah, well, you know, my stepdad has the same, like, relationship with his daughter, mm-hmm. which is why <laughs> it was terrible. 
Um, and just in terms of like, I just didn't have that support with my mom. Like, I remember like, um, you know, I always lived in a like in a place where I consider other people, and even when I knew that I was right, I would. If not, I wouldn't consider the person I was in an argument with, but mm-hmm. I would consider my mom and like what she would have to go through to like resolve mm-hmm. this issue, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of things I would just like not speak on it. It's just like I don't want her to have to go through this, or like I know it wouldn't go anywhere because she did not support me. So for the longest, it's like you know. So obviously, I talk about my grandmother passing away when I was like ten in the sixth grade. Mm-hmm. So this was around the time where she, you know. Got remarried. And she got remarried, right? So life is just like, mm. you know, I'm not fucking with no none of y'all niggas. Right. Because I lost mm-hmm. my best friend. And then mama, you trying to like flip the script on me. I remember literally like her and I yelling. Her and me, I'm I'm like 10 years old. No, I'm, <laughs> no at this point, I'm like nine. My grandmother is still alive. But I'm nine years old. And like she's going out on a date. And I'm like, what's going on? Where are you going? Where are you going? And at that point, she said something that like it literally... It let me know that I was no longer like her boyfriend. Because <laughs> right. she was like, Mama has to, like, Mama has to date. Mom has to, mm-hmm. you know, I have to find love myself. And I'm like, I was just like, no, like, what are you doing? Like, I was literally, I dropped to the floor and I sat down. <laughs> so <laughs> dramatic. And I started crying. I was like, no. But then at that point, I realized that she needed to, you know. I get that feeling though. Yeah. I think I felt that that with my dad. I would stand in between my dad before my brother's mother my dad Mm. had been married before and unfortunately that wife passed away of cancer and um but i would stand in between them because when they got married i was like nine or ten i would stand in between them like what girl (laughs) what you doing it's my daddy like (laughs) but then you know i i guess had to understand that like my dad has to have right somebody right and honestly after that even though i was crying and i was hurt but i needed that conversation that conversation to understand <laughs> you know where she was as an adult right and we had that con- we had that talk so i was okay from there but um what happened was is that like i don't know like i guess she thought that this was the best way to deal with things and she felt that i can take it mm-hmm. and i just don't feel that she handled the situation like i didn't feel the support it was like, let me just calm the house down and, you know, we're not even going to speak about it. So the, for the longest, I would I would write her letters. <laughs> like, I would, I mean, she had at least I have a you book. Said I would you write her letters. letters like, and I'm like, bro, like, you're killing me. Aww, and the crazy part about really it is she would not address it. it. She wouldn't talk to she you about the letters? Oh, you would give it. them to her? I would. So I had chores and my chores was ironing her uniform. So I would put the note in her uniform pocket. Oh, and you're such that's a little <laughs> emotional, baby. No, I wasn't emotional. I was like, I, I hated to, living home. Yeah. So, I, like, I knew that she wouldn't. You needed to express that. Yeah, I wasn't like a small kid. Like, I, no, no, like, I wasn't not, saying it. I was emotional. I don't think I was emotional. I was just trying to like get someone to like hear that I'm not happy. You know. Yeah. But she thought I don't know for for whatever reason. I don't know. I just would write her letters like, okay, basically like, bitch, like you not you not for me right now. Like, what is going on? This is how I felt, and I would I would apologize when I did not have to apologize. Mm. Has she addressed them as since you've been an adult? And have well, you brought it so up? So my to mom her? is very weird. She looked at me writing her letters was like an apology for my behavior, mm. not. He's trying to connect with me and let me use this as a learning lesson. If there was a lesson for me for for it for me to learn, 
I, I mean, I would assume that maybe after she read the letter, we would actually talk about it now that all of the emotions are like have settled, Adler. right? So even to this day, she, which we haven't really talked about it. We may, I may need to talk about this. Um, I think that's a good just idea. to see like what, what was her thought process on it. Yeah. But I would write all these letters, and she would not like when she would come home. It was like nothing ever happened. Like she, we would never address it. We would never talk about it. And I've heard her like mention it like every once in a while, and it was like, yeah, he would write me letters. Like that nigga needed to apologize, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, that was definitely not it. But whatever. So to to answer my own fucking question, I didn't. I don't feel that I have the support, and I wanted to leave home so bad. Like for damn near seven years, I was like, I have to go, mm. and I threatened to leave. And she was like, Go if you think the grass is green on the on the other side. Go. Now, mamas will always say that. I love to say that. Yeah, um, but I also didn't want to say. I will also. I want to add that <clears throat> my mom played a big role. And my mom has not been married outside of my dad, so I never had step-siblings or whatever with her. Mm-hmm. But she played a role, and I think it's it's important to say this because if there are blended families, um, that other parent needs to be well engaged in that life in that other home. And my mom was always there for my little brother's mom if she needed to call my mom. She felt like she could. Mm. It's not that my mom was just automatically going to take her side or get onto me, but that line of communication needed to be open so that that lady didn't feel like she could get away with stuff Mm. and I wasn't going to get away with anything like disrespecting her. Because a lot of the times in these step families, the kid think they can disrespect the stepmama or the stepdaddy because... They other mama or they other dad or they real mother or their real dad doesn't like the stepmom mm-hmm. or doesn't like the stepdad. And it's important that that child doesn't feel like they can separate a household like that. You shouldn't be able to mm-hmm. separate two married people. Um, and that's pr- probably why your mom did what she did, Justin, because her goal was to let you and the dad know that she wanted to make sure that y'all were together as y'all a unit. Were one. Yes. And I think that maybe she went to the extreme, but I think that that was her goal. Her goal was valid in that I want Justin to know that he can't disrespect my husband and I want my <laughs> husband to know that's still hard that for I've me to got hear. this other under control. Yeah. I mean, that's literally No, I and I, honestly I I don't feel that what she did was like bad. I felt that I mean, because he, 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 I mean, he played a role also, like, as a stepfather, and which is something that I also want to talk about. Like, he was a good provider, but just in terms of, like, being a stepfather, not a father, being a stepfather, it takes a little bit more, right? Because, yeah, I mean, a step anything, right, a step parent, you're, I feel like your goal in that relationship is to connect with that child that is not biologically yours. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like there has to be a constant effort. And I'm not talking about, you know, if like disrespect is involved, but I'm talking about like if things are normal and there are little like normal situation that goes on, like your goal should be to like, I need to connect with this child, right? And it should be. It should be. That I mean, that's what it should be. And unfortunately, I just don't think he, I don't know, maybe he did and it just wasn't my type of lingo my you know i wasn't receiving it well so yeah i don't know but i do i definitely do feel like that was my mom intent like her intent was not to harm me or hurt me it was just a matter of like you know how they say like the man is you know the head of the house 
you know, you're not going to, you shouldn't um, go against what, you know, the other parent says in front of the kids. Yeah. You know, you talk about it behind doors. And I'm sure that's what she did. However, we never really, she never really gave me the opportunity to understand, like, why she was doing it. Yeah. Why it has to be this way. And so it was just like, okay, well, you're against me. She didn't feel like she owed you an explanation. And that's how she moved. I will say this. I forgot to mention that I grew up in a house of... With cousins mm-hmm. that were my first cousins, but they were kind of, we were raised as if we were step siblings or mm. like half siblings. Right. And so my grandmother moved in a way similar to your mom, where, well, I won't even say that. No, scratch that. My grandmother maneuvered in a way where she played favorites. Mm. And it was clear from from our perspective as a, as kids that. She's playing favorites. Mm. And like I was a perceived favorite mm. because she was putting me in all this stuff. And right. I mean, meanwhile, she's abusing me too, but mm. it's just she was like pushing me to the forefront because she knew I had something, t- I don't know, mm. that I had something special or whatever. But like she would, she would definitely play favorites and I would use it to my advantage as a kid. Of course. You know, because I'm, tr- I'm trying to, I'm out here trying to survive too, you yeah. know? And so um, I know for a fact that my cousins resented me and probably still have some of that resentment toward me because of that situation. So I understand your feelings about your sister because it, or your stepsister rather, because that's when, when parents do that, they assume that kids don't understand or that they don't realize it, but they really do Yeah, actually more so than adults. Correct. And it, and because you're you're developing your emotional your emotions as well, like you pick up on stuff quick as a kid. So yeah. yeah. So anyway, that's I, I feel you. Yeah. I was the favorite child, so I understand. Yeah. How that? I'm still yeah. my dad's favorite. Yeah. I know it. <laughs> I still have built up emotions. So chill on <laughs> So with the holidays rolling around, uh, I guess you know coming around, and obviously we just you know obviously spent time with our families for Thanksgiving. Like, what, I mean, do y'all have awkward moments? And, like, how do you, I don't, I don't want to say navigate through them, but how you just keep a good face during those awkward moments for the holidays? I mean, I guess I'm speaking in, like, past tense because I don't have step anything anymore. Um, it's really just, like, my two half-brothers because, let me add this, my sister does not talk to us anymore. <laughs> So she has she like <laughs> she like popped up and then I don't know what happened. She just stopped talking to us. Um so anyways, I really just have my two brothers and so um past since holidays were awkward. Um and I'm speaking in the relationship of my little brother's mom because um y'all are using the term step parents or like stepdad, step, you know, mom whatever. Um that was never my stepmom. She, to me, was always my dad's wife. Um, when they started dating, I was 15 years old. Um, when they were married, I was 16, and then my little brother pops up. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, I'm over it. Yeah. You know, I don't, I, at that point, I didn't really feel like there was going to be much she was going to give me. Um, and I was getting ready to go to college. So I would come home for like Christmas. And I remember this one year, like my mom decided to go to California 
And I was stuck there with them. And I say stuck because where else am I going to go? Like, um, I'm sitting here with this family that has been obviously together all year. My little brother at that time was, I don't know, like a year. And then his older sister and his older brother. And then it's me coming home from college. And I haven't seen y'all since I graduated high school. Um, So I don't know. It just, it was really weird i'm glad they're not together um (laughs) maybe that's sad to say but i'm fine with you know my little brother's mom she you know comes and picks him up uh that morning of christmas or whatever and then you know we just go our separate ways i say hello and that's it it's not like a really We don't have to interact that much. It's not blended. And even when we were blended, I didn't want to be there. So I feel you on that part. Like we would have Christmases with my dad and his wife. And as kids, like I was saying earlier, like you pick up on stuff. So they would give us as gifts. We're like kids now. A Bible with $50 in it. That was our gift with a verse that's highlighted, talking about this is your gift for the year. No. But then she would be getting Louis bags. No. The shoes. Mm-hmm. In front of us, like opening up all this stuff in front of us, and we literally got a Bible with a Bible verse highlighted in it. Did she buy you gifts? That was, that was the, the gift. gift. Oh, I thought that was like, you know, you know how the parents will give the each kid a gift for like, hey, this is from mom and dad. Yeah, that was the gift. That was the gift from mom and dad. A Bible. My dad and stepmom. $50 in it. Oh, my god. With gosh. a Bible verse. We're kids. My sister, especially, was a kid. And she got a Bible. That's terrible. And you over here buying your wife. Literally, and she's opening it in front of us right after we opened our Bible. And we sitting there looking like, so that's it? So like, she had an orange box that says Louisville in it. Wow, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. At the time, it may not have been Louis Vuitton, okay, but it was, it was something, something yeah, nice. That, yeah. Like mo- and it was multiple things. Jeez. Wow. In front of us, and it would just be like you know. Did once you say, again, did I'm you the say oldest. Something? No, not not in the moment because it's like, well, I didn't have to say nothing. My my face said it all because <laughs> I'm looking like, is this it? Well, Damn. I would say that. I mean, so getting getting a Christ gift ain't important to you. Oh my gosh! Yeah, serious, I love Jesus, bro? but that ain't what. No. no, this is the same person who. This is so petty, but I'm gonna say it anyway. For my law school graduation, wrapped up some beaded <laughs> bracelets and put them in Tiffany's boxes. And put them in Tiffany's bags and gave them to me as if it was Tiffany's. And it was beaded. Did you think when you were opening that it was Of Tiffany? course I did. Wow. Oh, my god! Because it was Tiffany's boxes. Yes. Not only bags. was it Tiffany's boxes, it was Tiffany's bags. bags. Beaded bracelets in a Tiffany's bag. Are you, like, why didn't This is, I am dead serious. Okay, so how did you react to that? I would have been like. First of all, I was opening it in front of them, so it like I was like, oh, okay, 
And my ex-boyfriend was there at the time. And he got mad at me after the fact. Because I was like, like, in the moment, I was like, oh, thanks. And, like, I just did, I didn't know what else to say. And so whenever they left, I was like, this is some bull crap. Like, who re-gifts or who uses a tip? Like, don't, that is so tacky. It's like, you fucking with me, bro. You fucking with me. And so, like, he was mad at me because he's like, you're ungrateful for, and I'm like, no, no you're not that. understanding. Like, Your dad what? was mad or the boyfriend No, no, was the mad. boyfriend was mad. He's a, he's an idiot. But nigga, you you use like JCPenney jewelry boxes for gifts like that. Not Tiffany. Like Tiffany, right. all, every girl wants a see the blue, the Tiffany blue box. Like, why would you do that? It was so petty, y'all. And I like legitimately looking back on it, I should have said something, but I just I didn't even it, I was so shocked. So it's stuff like that, like yeah. That like and so but but the thing is too like with her own daughter, she like wasn't all the way. Like they're both extremely selfish Such about each other. Mom. And so like Jeez. she did her daughter and me and her daughter connected on that. We I'm good on her now, but we connected on that level too because we were like, yeah, like our parents are both tripping type thing. But I just yeah. remember my my dad's wife uh, would say stuff like this for me and your dad. You didn't buy that. Uh, that's my, you know, <laughs> like, you think about it, you, you a kid, but you know how much your parents make. Exactly. You know and, like, and the other part about it is I told my dad what I wanted, and he <laughs> went out and got me what I wanted. So we talked about this gift probably three years ago, and you weren't even in the picture. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, Michelle, I remember. I just feel like you was not, like, I don't care. Like, you ain't, you ain't giving this lady an ounce. My I nigga. gave her nothing. <laughs> um, Not only that, but it was just a really bad relationship. Yeah. You know, she was horrible to my dad. But anyways, yeah. my high school graduation, Um, my dad, freshman year of high school, told me that he was going to buy me for college a laptop. Mm -hmm. So... He bought me a laptop. I didn't know her my freshman year in high school, right? <laughs> well, towards the end. But she said something to the effect like, did you like the, the gift me and your dad got you? And I literally was like, you mean the laptop that my daddy bought me? <laughs> <laughs> she was like, and then she ended up buying me my, um, my twin bed set for my, to go to college. Because you didn't give me anything. Like, yeah. my dad bought me that. And it just was always awkward like that. Like, you don't even really try to have a relationship with me, but then you try to, like, slide in on the yeah, gifts that my daddy like, gave me. Yeah. To make yourself look good. I'm good yeah, I'm good on it. Like, the thing about it is parents don't realize how much their kids are so observant and they know what's going on. Like We be knowing. Correct. And I, I mean, peeped. I peeped peep with her. Game. I was 15 when I met that lady. My daddy had a house. This lady was living in Pleasant Grove um, with her two kids with no air conditioning. Like, she saw a come up. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what yeah, it was. Yeah. And... Then when she had my little brother, she didn't have to work. He told her she didn't have to work. Like, she could be a stay-at-home mom. Mm. And it's just like, I peeped it yeah. way before my dad did. And you know how men are, whatevs. Right. But I just never, it just was never there. So, like, me and all my, <laughs> me and all my half-brothers and sisters, believe it or not, we have really great relationships. Well, we had really great relationships up until recently like really really recently which i don't want to talk about but overall like we didn't really have any conflict i guess 
my awkwardness would be was when I would go like for holidays, I would go spend the holidays with my dad by his mom. And the awkwardness is like, you know, and I don't want I don't want this to come off the wrong way, but they were more like, you know, urban, you know, like, you know, <laughs> the term urban I is mean, so I can't funny. find the right term, but I loved it. Like, I know I, what you mean. I, I didn't love it. I found an appreciation as I got older for it. But like, I just didn't feel like I connected with anyone. And it was shout out to my sister, Crystal. Like she is like my world. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like she's that. Like she hood, like she knows she hood, mm-hmm. and she loves me. You right. understand what I'm saying? So <laughs> she would make me feel extremely comfortable, like just you know, make me feel like a part of the family. And they all did actually. It was just awkward for me because you know my family is small. Like my grandparents only had my mom, her sister, and her brother, um, and they 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 only had like two kids. So I, I mean, my family on my mom's side is relatively small. Like mm-hmm. it's less than twenty, honestly. Well, not anymore, but at that particular time. But on my dad's side, it was just like so many people. people. And they loved seeing me, but it was just so awkward because it's like these people literally live like 10 minutes away from me. And it's like we we are from two totally different places, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But they really showed love for me, but I couldn't really, I guess because it was awkward for me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't really spend time with them, but I would be a good sport about it and like try to get to know them and try to like, get to know their humor but like some of the things that they was laughing about I'm like I don't know what they talking about but I don't get it (laughs) but I just you know it was cool so I guess how I dealt with it was just you know playing the part and just going with it and luckily through that it builds a relationship now I don't know if you know I never really took the time to figure out how uh, my brothers and sisters felt about me Mm. that were a part of the marriage that my dad was in you know because i'm pretty sure they felt the way as well, felt a way as well I'm but sure. we never really talked about it they never really showed that none of them showed that they had a you know they felt some type of way with me up until recently one of them did and that was around the time that my dad this was after my dad passed and i was like oh i finally see your true colors you know mm-hmm. it came out um, but other than that, like, it was cool. But I guess how I just maneuvered through that and how I got through that conflict slash awkwardness was just through me just being like, okay, I'm about to just fit in. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, the best way I can. And, like, you know, I'm a kid wearing Birkenstocks and everybody wearing, like, you know, like, Jordans, Jordans and shit. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, but it's cool. <laughs> uh, but they love me, and I really appreciate that. And what got what really made me feel welcome was that I think they gifted my grandmother on my dad's side, and they put, like, all of the grandkids and like every, they took a family photo and they just put my picture in like around the big oh, picture. Good. So I was like, okay, oh, they do nice. consider me. They yeah. do think about me. So I'm like, I guess I can't fuck with them now. <laughs> um, all right. So, um, all right. Even if you felt if if you felt any like conflict or any felt any some type of way about your stepsister or stepbrother, did you express those feelings to your parents? I know this is a long ass show, but we have one more question. That's gonna be it. I mean, my answer is quick. I never had issues with my step-siblings. My issue was that my dad was having another child. And like I said, that not that my sister came into our life because I was happy that she was there. I always wanted an older sister. I just did. I did have to express to my dad that I felt like he didn't handle that transition very well. Um, you know, he just didn't. It, it was... You know, I guess he was lost in the excitement of mm-hmm. having a child and he just forgot that you still have to nurture 
the child that's always been there. And even though I'm 16 years old, I still feel some type of way. And right. we had the conversation. It was a big blow up that Christmas that my mom left me and went to California. We had a <laughs> very big fight. Um, and then when my mom came back in town, the three of us sat down, my mom, my dad, and my mom. Wait, what did I say? My mom, my dad, and my mom. Yeah, me, my mom, and my dad sat down and had the conversation. And I had to really express to my dad how I felt over the last two years with my little brother being born. So You know what this made me think of? How parents don't consider boys having emotional feel- emotions and feelings. No, they don't. Mm-mm. Like... I'm pre- like I'm pretty sure that played a role in it. Like you know, Justin is a dude. He's a guy. He can deal with That's it. That's exactly what it was. Which we we may have to talk about that. Oh yeah, That's we have definitely to talk a topic. about that. But yeah, I mean, we had the conversation, and and he understand. He yeah. understood after the conversation. So, Car, what about you? I didn't. Not until recently. I haven't had any like conflict, major conflict. I just wasn't really around, so it wasn't. Right. Um, Outside of petty, like, small things. Um, so, no, I don't really have... I, I think if I did, I could go to my mom about it. I don't really think I could go to my dad about it. But I don't... Yeah. I don't really know. I don't have anything. Yeah. Well, I went to my mom about it, and she did the best thing that she could. And, you know, I just wasn't really fucking with it. Um, <laughs> but she did the best thing that she could. And I think, um, I think part... Like I guess through me talking to her about it, I realized that she was really trying to connect with my stepsister, um, and she really didn't um, until like maybe two months ago. Really? Yes. Like wow. my sister really rebelled against my mom. My stepsister really rebelled against my mom for the longest, um, and like it wasn't until recently that like she finally came around. You yeah. know, and mom was like, you know, I really pray for this moment. This that, and the, this, that, and the third, but, like, she really put my mom through some stuff. And it's because her mom didn't really respect my mom. So it was and just like, how, yeah. you see exactly. what I'm saying? So That's important. You, her mom did not respect my mom at all. So yeah. that daughter at, what, she, she was felt 10, like she, could. she felt like she can do the exact same thing. So on top of this, and I, I'm saying bitch very loosely, like, you know, I'm not calling her like she, well, you know, she's not a bitch, but... On top of this, during this time, it's like, you know, you're disrespecting my mom. Mm-hmm. This man is not being a man. And yet my mom is, like, getting me together. So, like, you can understand the dynamic and yeah. how, where yeah. I felt. It makes you I feel some type of way. Because you, feel yeah. you feel defensive for your mom, but then you're also upset at your mom because it's like, well, damn. Right. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, can we, can we, come, can we join forces? Right. So, um, but no, I mean, had, honestly, had I... Had it gone my way, they would have been divorced. Mm. That's how bad it was. So I'm pretty sure that was a reason. Obviously, everything happens for a reason. But, um, you know, I peeped game also, and I was very verbal, um, vocal. So, yeah. All right. Anyway, so last question. Um, any advice for a person who who is still going through it? I mean, luckily, you know, we became adults, and everything just, you know, everything just played itself out. But I'm pretty sure some of our listeners are actually going through it right now, and they're not. You know, there's conflict with their siblings. There's conflict f- mm-hmm. conflict with their step parents. Like, what advice would you give them uh, if you have any advice for dealing with step siblings or siblings? I think you should always lead with love. It's the best. I think. I think that's the best advice I could give because that's what I tried to do. Mm-hmm. 
um, in the beginning because that that's gonna like if you lead with love, can't nobody really like. Be, I mean, they can, but it's more difficult for somebody to be mean or hateful when you're just showing love, right? Um, and if you're at the point where you're a millennial now and you don't have a good relationship with your step siblings. Like, I think, I think it's worth working out. I think if you once again, lead with love and like reach out to them. Um, cause I'm probably going to do that with my step sister. Y'all I've been talking all this junk, but I'm like, I, I value family a lot. So it takes a lot for me to fully cut people off. Yeah. So, I think yeah. um, in addition to leading with love, um, I think we sometimes feel like we have to pick a side or we have to be team mama, team dad, and not realize that, hey, we are family and that we're not, like, for the most part, none of us are going anywhere. So you're going to have to learn how to coexist. And obviously, if, if it's, bothering you to the point where you're uncomfortable then you don't have to be around it like mm -hmm. you know you know make sure your holiday is packed with going to see your other relatives and you're seeing your family like maybe for 30 minutes or an hour like just to give your parents that respect but you don't have to be around it but also i think if you do lead with love and do try to connect with them the best way you can and if you're doing that then you know i don't, I don't see anything wrong with you like respectfully declining an uh, all-day event mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. your siblings that you don't even really get along with. Like, yeah. I don't think you should put yourself into that that situation. Um, I guess I'll speak on, like, half-brother-sister thing because that's where my experience is right now. Um, I think those are relationships that you should really cultivate. I think just as society we have to label things so it's like you're labeled as the half brother or labeled as the half sister but those are your siblings at the end of the day um those are people that are connected to you through one of the people that brought you into this world so it's best to connect with them and really try to hone in on what y'all's experience in life has been as well as how y'all are alike in different ways because you can learn other things about yourself by being around your siblings. Right. Um, like I said, my little brother is, that's my world um, as far as like just making sure that he's good. Like, I don't care that we have different moms. I don't care what my relationship was like with his mom or whatever, that our parents are now divorced. What I care about is him being the best person he can be. So if you have siblings, regardless if y'all have the same mom and dad or whatever, make sure that you are in their lives so that they have that positivity, that light, that other person that they can come to when they're going through things because – you need family. And I want yeah. I want my siblings to always feel like we're family, not that we're half this or half that. Right. Um, and then the other thing is like, you know, my older sister, like I said, she stopped talking to us. I don't know why. I've reached out to her before, but I'm not going to stop reaching out to her. Mm. Uh, I'm going to forever reach out to her because she has my nieces and nephews. And like I mentioned before in the last episode, I found out, you know, my niece is having a daughter. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and I found that out from Instagram because we're not connected, but I'm going to forever try to connect with them because I think they need that positivity as well. Um, the other thing I guess I will speak on is since we are in the stage of having our own families, be very careful when you are either dating someone or married to someone that has kids mm-hmm. already. It is important that you be a part of that child's life and their other parent. Y'all are all on the same page. Yeah. It is not good to have one parent on one end talking about the stepmom or the stepdad mm-hmm. because that child is going to fester those feelings themselves and then they're going to project whatever feelings their mom has or their dad has on that stepmom or dad Mm -hmm. and that can lead to a very dangerous household like if they have other siblings once their siblings are born like if you're with someone and you know they already have a kid and then you and that person have kids they might have resentment towards their younger siblings and they won't even know why yeah and they will have to deal with that so i think the best thing to do is just try to cultivate a relationship with that other parent before you engage in the life with the child correct um so don't be disrespectful because once once that mom feels disrespected or that dad feels disrespected they're going to always say things about you to that child or around the child you know what i'm saying and there's just it's just starting negative stuff for no reason. So have a positive relationship with that other person first before you try to interject yourself in that child's life. Mm. And even for these men, like for your, for the mother of your child, like your, your new girl has to, has to develop some respect for, for, for your, your, how did I say this? Yeah. For the mother of your child. Right. And vice versa. And vice versa. The mother of your child has to have, Respect for your current girl because what's going to happen is it's going to be like the child is going to develop either one of the two. Yeah, exactly. And you want to make sure that the child is not being faced by that. So hopefully this was very helpful for y'all. Um, thank y'all so much for listening to this long ass episode. Nah, um, Car, start pulling up your word of the day um, or whoever has the millennial moment. Let's get it crack a lacking real quick because we almost at two hours, nigga. Oh Seriously? gosh, yes, we're almost at two hours. Oh my god. I've been with my boyfriend for a little over a year and a half. I've already graduated. He graduates this upcoming spring. However, I really feel that he doesn't have any goals or is as driven as myself. His aspiration is to be a high school basketball coach. And being that you have to be a teacher in order to coach, he's chosen the bare minimum to be a health teacher. Cool. But he's yet to have any type of teaching or mentor jobs. Not in any clubs. He barely has a job now. Basically, not investing in his identity capital. I know he's still in school, but I think that I'm able to foresee his future. And no shade. All of the shade, girl. I'm going to let you know right then. But I don't think it'll be as bright as mine. And that scares me. I really love him. He's one of the best things that's happened in my life. But I'm afraid that he's going to keep this broke college kid, no driven or motivation mentality. She's doing the most. Being that I just graduated and he's graduating soon, have I not given him the chance to prove himself to me yet? Or do y'all see this as a potential bad habit of his that I should probably cut off soon? 
I feel her, y'all. No. I, what's this her name is again? Undergrad. Amy. Chill on it. Shaquan. What we say her name was? Darnetta. Darnetta. Well, how do you glad. remember that? I'm so no. glad I gave her Darnetta. Because that's wrong. Darnetta, listen. She's coming for this dude. She is everyone not coming for him. To, listen, everyone doesn't have to be on to the next, on to the next all the time. Like, let that man, he's graduating next year or this next semester. Yeah, but that doesn't like, negate the it. fact that he should have plans Dude, for after he graduates. Know, how many people you know that do not do internships? A lot of people while they're in undergrad. Yeah, all my friends. So do I look at exactly. I'm, I'm just saying. No, I'm, I know a lot of people who didn't do internships, no, no, I'm and I do know all my friends a did people, them. I, I know what I'm saying is a lot of people also don't do internships. So just and I look at which what the qualifications are is similar to an internship. Like you trying to build your resume. Maybe he's just not there yet. He's about to graduate in a semester. I feel her on that. Like, she just graduated. He's about to. He's not taking steps. He's made a goal and has, is not taking ste- realistic steps to reach that goal. I feel her on it. Okay, leave him. And, and I'm see not how, saying that she See has how long it's going to take you to I'm find another man. I'm not saying that. That's going to that's 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 be right by you. There's so many hmm. niggas in the freaking... Okay, listen. Honey. Break up with him. Break up with him. Darnetta. Listen. Darnetta, break up with him. Wow. I'm not telling her to break up with him. I'm saying that I understand her feelings. Should I leave and him? a part Should I leave of him that because he's not the girl. Please pipe down, bitch. That's just a bachelor's degree. Not to call you a bitch like that, <laughs> but pipe down. <laughs> like, I'm trying like, to let y'all have it because I got something to say. I disagree with Justin, and that's know, fine. And that I'm not fine. saying that she should leave him. I'm saying that it isn't something that she should consider. Oh gosh. Okay. Well, I'm saying, girl, you being real shady, okay? I'm, and when I say this, I'm not trying to be shady. It don't take that much to become a teacher. You don't have to do an internship leaving undergrad to be a teacher. You can literally, he can literally take that test when he graduates over the summer and be a teacher, or he can go to a charter school and be a teacher. Like, you're really, like, making it seem like he's going to med school and he's not, like, applying. Like, you're being real shady about him wanting to be a basketball coach. Well, maybe one day he decides, all right, well, I've mastered being a basketball coach in a high school and I'm about to go to the collegiate level and becomes the basketball coach at freaking Duke. And your motherfucking ass, like Justin just said, left him. And now you with Tom and Jerry. I don't know. Y'all are speaking on potential. That's not the goal he said. He said he's 22 or 23 years old. I'm just telling you that's what he said. Like that's very young. For someone to just be like, bitch, like I knew exactly what I wanted to do at twenty one. You did, and that was that was that was a gift for you. But I'm saying that she probably does also. But what if that's what if he don't really know? I mean, he at least he knows what he wants to do. But Correct. She's that, about that that could be his stepping stone, and one day something else like God might lead him to something else. Don't cut nobody down because their goal is to be a high school basketball coach. That so that's not my argument. My argument is. You want him to do all you want him to do XYZ because you feel that that's what you would do in the situation. And like you mentioned earlier, it doesn't take that much to become a teacher. It don't. So like and the way she was shading him in this email was like 
you don't believe in that nigga. Like you, I, I feel like you want him to be, be you his, want him to do what you would do, and that's not fair like, to him. And that's like not fair. And be his boy. light. Well, like you know, we don't know. Why that. don't you? If you feel like that is the end, and maybe she does have these conversations, but she gave us the bare minimum. Why don't you have conversations with him about what y'all want your future to be? Not necessarily just what he wants to do. What type of lifestyle does he want to live? Why don't you open that conversation up? Because then maybe he will see, okay, well, if I want to live this lifestyle, well, then I might need to add this X, Y, and Z to what I want to do to my life now. But he doesn't realize that yet. He's First of all, men mature slower than females. So for you to expect him to be on the same level as you are mentally, that's not going to be it. Yeah. It's just really not. What? And then for you to just be like, his future is not going to be as bright as mine. Wait, Girl, wait, 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 hold on. How what? you know? Okay, hold on. So what is she doing? Did, did she say what she's doing? Okay, so let me let me let me put things into into context right here. You are like boasting on yourself like you did XYZ. I know a lot of people who does XYZ and are struggling financially. You understand what I'm saying? So don't look at status or like titles as if you're automatically going to just gain all this fucking money. Because that's not the case. You understand what I'm saying? So when I say pipe down, pipe that on, pipe down on that aspect. I'm not saying that y'all won't never be able to be fine. I feel like what I feel like what I got from her is that she wants to live a certain lifestyle, and she was shading the fact that he aspired to be a basketball coach. Mm-hmm. By the by, the little small things that she was saying, in making her point, right? Instead of focusing on what he should be doing, she was like, "Oh, he does. He he's doing this, and only this, and only that." And I'm like, "Well, what do you do? Because you could be making sixty thousand dollars, and after Uncle Sam takes his takes his taxes out, <laughs> bitch, you only making forty. She's twenty three. She's not making sixty thousand dollars. I was giving her sixty thousand dollars. You understand what I'm saying? So before you condemn or before you put down someone else how about you get your shit together and you focus on what he brings to the table and if you can deal with it or not i think y'all going a little too hard but that's just my opinion. no this is just are, really man. really this was I really shady and i mean well how do you feel about it let's talk about it. i that. tried and y'all both was like so I just chill. I gave it. what I said I'm gonna give y'all your moment because <laughs> I had something to say. And I just really feel like this was really shady. First of all, I'm gonna go ahead and put this out there. It took me three takes to read this email because I laughed. That's how shady <laughs> she was being in the email, okay? But not only that, it's just like give the man a chance. Like life, you don't even to say that your future is gonna be brighter than his is just like come <laughs> on, yeah, like, like <laughs> right that's too mm, much that's, that's too much that's, like that's a strong comment that to make like you don't strong. know what life is gonna bring you so to make that comment and I think it's amazing that you have the confidence that you do in yourself and that you know you're going to have a bright future don't stop thinking that you're gonna have a bright future but if this is a man that you love you say he's the best thing that ever happened to you go through it with him like if, if he's worth it help him get to the next step. Don't cut him down by saying he just want to be a high school basketball coach. Bro, she said this is the he's the best thing that ever happened to her and look how she's I feel like that's a that's an indication of how she treats him. I don't know. The way she I don't want to say all of that. I don't think that's a lie. And I think no because 
I feel her on it. I have been I, I, in the situation. Like the Sorry. Yes. No, the yeah. way she said it was probably not the best. No, she went. I can agree with that. <laughs> right. But know, I feel her on it when you're nigga, like. I, I'm I just saying, like, I'm not saying that he doesn't have the potential to do. I don't know the guy. I don't know. But to me, I feel like in reading between the lines, he has to be doing or not doing much more than what she's saying for her to feel as if he's not living up to his potential. That is what that email is about, but in my opinion. To Right. But you don't know what somebody thinks their potential is. So why don't you have that conversation with him? And why don't Why don't has. you be the encouragement for him? And that's but, what I'm saying. Maybe she has, and he's like, nah, I'm good on it. Here's the thing. Cole. And she's then that not means that's not the person it. for you then. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. I don't see And at I that point, it's like, it. Tina Turner, what's love got to do with it? Because if, if that's how you feel about him, about his career and his money, at that exactly, point, then that yeah. baby girl, that's not you, for that's you. That's not for you. If right. You have because you want him, something else no, exactly. and he's not going to give it and to you. And that's what I'm saying. I feel her on that. If that's the choice that you're going to make, cool. I feel her on but, it, but I'm just also letting her know it's still shady. Yeah. The way she, the, the way the email was written is shady. <laughs> I'm not going to take that away. It could have been written a lot better. However, I feel her on it. I'm saying that to say I have been in her situation. It wasn't right out of college. It was when I was in law school and I was dating somebody and I'm looking like, that's okay. But you was dating somebody no, that didn't have a degree. Car. Exactly. That's different. I don't mean, it's different. Tell you, it is different. Yes, yeah, different. different. Because she's judging him based off of how she. No, 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 no. I don't even think it's the type. Well, it is the type one. But the other thing is, is that she wants him to do X, Y, Z, how she would execute getting to that next level, right? Just because you, just because, okay, Shell, just because you feel that I can be moving in a, a maximum capacity to get it faster doesn't mean that I want to move in that way. And I feel that he doesn't want to execute it that quickly or go that hard. And I don't see and a problem with that. The, okay, but, but, but I and the, the reason we're why we're gonna I disagree listen, on no, no, that listen, one because the reason, listen, the reason why I say it's not a, I don't see a problem in that because he's probably only 20, 21 years, twenty one years old, right? And the reason why I also don't feel like it's a problem is because he's doing what he needs to do. But we to don't get his, know he's, that. she said that he's, he's getting, getting his, his degree. degree. He's about to graduate. Like That's like, all you got to so, do to be a teacher. Like no, low key, and I'm not throwing any shade no, to any teacher. I'm just saying that, like she gassing it. Like he got to be. He needs to have his internship. He needs his resume together. He needs to be doing it. He needs this mentor. Like he wants to be a teacher. He can a, take yeah. the teacher certification in the state of Texas. You can actually get the certification and be a teacher without even having passed the test yet. Like you don't take the test until your first year you finish teaching. So it's like, let him let him navigate through his life. You navigate it the way you wanted to through your life. Let him navigate his. Something else might happen and he might say, you know what? I've reached this goal. I want more. Because he felt he knows what it feels like to mm, accomplish to that. Accomplish something. That's all I'm saying. Get a man a chance. <laughs> and if you don't want it, do not talk to me. What's her name again? If you Darnetta, if you want to go, Darnetta, forget it. If you want to go be with a doctor or a lawyer or you know some uh, engineer, then you need to go do that. That man say he what, and he's he's telling his truth, it, right? But you still there, so he's being honest with you. Girl, go get you a doctor. Go do that. 
Go do it. Go do that. <laughs> Go do that. Listen, Darnetta, I feel you, my girl. I'm not you shady, but I feel you. <laughs> I feel you because okay, I've them. been there. I'm not you saying have she not got been, been there. there. Yes, I have. That man did not have exactly. a degree. Yes, we are talking about somebody of a with a degree. <laughs> that is different. You see, exactly. He was living off of a settlement. That is not the exact same thing. So, Darnetta, keep on listening to Carl. Darnetta. And you, your ass going to be, I'm you know, I'm just saying I understand. By yourself. Darnetta. But I'm no, on I'm your glad, side, I'm glad Darnetta. that actually came in because I just had a conversation with my therapist today. And we were just talking about how, like, African-American men and them, like, dating other races. And it was because they feel like his friends, and this is this is what he said. Now he said his friends who do date other races are at the time in college. He was like it was because like the black girls. It wasn't even the attitude. It was that they always wanted them to do more than what where they, they were, were doing in the what moment. What they were doing It's like you know it's like constant. You gotta do this. You gotta do that. You gotta do that. Which I don't feel that nothing is wrong with that. But I was about to say. I think that's listen, a good thing. Listen, I'm not. I think it's. I'm, not, I'm just saying. I think that thing, that's a good thing. But think about being with someone, and it's like every day, like I'm. You're pushing me to get to the next level, and it's like you're not even allowing me to do the. Uh, I mean, accept the my achievements or accomplishment on my own, and appreciating that it's like always something different. Not saying that it's a bad or good thing, but. We were just talking about that, and I just yeah. kind of—it's like you know, the man is—he's achieving some things, you know. It may not be at the, you know, at the at the at the magnitude of what you his what you see the potential within him, but just like Michelle said, he may accomplish that one thing at twenty-one and be like, you know what? I think I want to be a principal now. Correct. So when is enough enough though? I don't feel like you can dictate when a person how a person should move. I'm you not asking to, that. I'm saying. I know I'm about to say this. Okay. Like she needs to see if this is what she wants. If she can be with him, right? If because she can live just... with a um, a coach, right? Because I feel like in so many words, she was like, you know, deep I don't down inside, that's what it really is. Like, are you okay with being with someone that chose a career that you're not very you fond of? Yeah, like it's not that's him, the girl. level that it's... he wants to be on. Are you okay with being on that level? And if you're not then you probably need to move on because that man has chosen what he wants to do with his life. Right. It's you. It's not him. Like, I feel like it's not even her. I feel like it's her family. What? And that Girl, could be a part you, of it. How did you read that? Because that as way. a black woman, yeah. when you, when I'm telling you, when you bring a nigga home and they be like, well, what you going to do? Because that's the first question they ask. And he say basketball coach. Somebody auntie in the back was like, that's all? Yeah, but those are the wrong questions to ask. They that, should but be that asking, don't mean that they they're not be, asking them, But they should be Justin? asking, is this nigga is faithful? How does he make Justin, you feel? But does that's he make not you happy? What do you feel asking. safe? Do Let's you feel secure? Honest. But no, but the point I that I'm you, trying to I make, feel you on that, though, Cara, because the other part of that is like, it could also be coming from friends. Like, Oh, you know, this friend is dating somebody that's an engineer. Or this friend is dating someone that's doing this, and he wants to be a basketball coach. And yeah. she might just feel like, well, damn. And it's What's like that? when you're talking to your friends about, like, yeah, my nigga doing blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm proud when I tell people Ben's in med school. Correct. Yeah, but that, doesn't, that doesn't make Ben a good person because he's no, in I'm med not school. I'm saying that. No, I know, but those, the question that you said that the family come and ask that people get, like, they feel the need to put on they for. They caught up in the wrong thing. It's not good questions. They need to be, I agree with you. I know. So you, what I'm <laughs> saying is they need to be asking the proper question you don't need to be entertaining that type of energy because just because this person is a lawyer just because this person is a politician or a mayor or have a doctor's degree doesn't make them like oh bitch like 
They may He's not good. treat you well. So if this man treats you well, yeah. You're right, but that's just I get not... You. The, I We're on the same page with that. It's just not the questions they're asking. Right, so you don't need to be worried. Basically, you need to worry about that. And you need to You need to internalize... No, it's not easier said than done. It is. If you just want young. a nigga with status and money and, and, and you're okay with him fucking disrespecting you out in the city and like having bitches no, like that's not what I'm saying but that is though. the possibility it's a possibility but what I'm saying is is as a young black woman your fam as anybody mm. it's important for your family to get to to like the person you're with and to respect them that's important for anybody, especially somebody that young. We're saying that they're young, so, 22, okay? So if, and if, if I bring somebody home and somebody asks a question about them or whatever, I want to be proud or excited to talk to my family about that. And if my family has negative things to say, I'm not saying that it's right. I'm saying that it will have an effect on me, regardless of if I want it to or not, it will. But if this and person so the question is the love of her, your life, like she said, right? and the question then you would is, not be offended by that question. Why, but, but, that's not, I don't know if that's true. It doesn't necessarily mean, like, it depends on who your family is. Like, you ain't never been around my family asking questions. Like, I, I probably don't need to be around them if they, I mean, if it's that, I, that level. I'm just saying, like, I feel like what she's saying to me doesn't sound like it's coming from just her. I feel like some of her feelings are coming from external sources. And I'm not saying that she should be listening, but I'm saying that, that I don't think, this gotcha. email was a look like you're in you love with somebody. It was a little too cutthroat for it to just be coming from you. You wouldn't be with somebody if you legitimately did not respect them in their choices of careers. I feel like this is coming from either her family, like maybe she might be well off and her daddy's like, oh, so you just about to date a coach. I don't know if that's the case, but like yeah. that's what it seems like to me. Mm. Like that. Well, then she should aspire for more then. Yeah, like leave the nigga and, you know. And Go I'm, after that guy, and I'm not saying that's probably yeah, what she I'm values not. too. Like she probably about she probably values status, so you Which will I never mean, feel yeah. comfortable. You will never feel comfortable with a coach, because a high of, school coach, yeah. because of you know. And what's gonna happen is you're if if you end up making more money than him, you're mm. going to disrespect him. Exactly. Cause you, because you that's what you're real shady. Because they email. She's already going in. And so I mean, I, I mean, I feel her because I understand her feelings. It was shady. I understand her feelings, but at the end of the day, like you need you're all right. She needs to make the decision on whether or not that's something that she can live with, regardless of if it's coming from external sources or just herself. I'm just be honest though, girl. Let me tell you, I'm just gonna give you this testament. Um, I know somebody that was coaching in high school and now he is a coach of college. That's why I gave that um, Oh really? Yeah. He's the head coach of a college. It ain't Duke, but yeah. Um, girl, they got a nice house and they drive Range Rovers and you know they have beautiful kids. So I'm just saying, don't knock his little hustle on the high school coach. You know Listen, he might. If I can go back to undergrad, I would take my time. Like for what? I would take my time and do my intern. And that nigga is probably like, I got one more year of college. Let me just <laughs> chill on it. It is okay. He is graduating. Some niggas don't even know when they're graduating. Oh, that's another element to so, bring in for I real. Mean, I mean, please write us back in. I know you're probably going to unfollow me and curse me out. After I know. Yeah, I know you're going to curse me out, but, but girl, you'll listen. You'll be all right. I'm telling you, she'll three be, takes. She'll be all right and by herself. <laughs> all right. What's the word of the day? <laughs> the up. word of the she, day. She came a little bit too hard. The dude, word of dude the day. Dude is probably a good dude. 
He probably bring her lunch. Okay, he sounds like a good dude. He probably bring her lunch. Y'all don't know what that baby break. doing. He, he said know. that he's the be- one of the best things that happened she, to her life. What you, who, think about what you thought was the best thing that happened to you in college. Do you still think it was the best thing that ever happened I've to you? I've never said that a man was the best thing that happened exactly. in my life when I, I was in college. I ain't, it wasn't even on that type okay. of shit. The dude that I think that was the best thing that ever happened, well, one of the best things that ever happened in my life, I still feel like that about him. He was a really good dude. He just wanted to do for me. Okay, that's fine. It's you, sus. S-U-S. <laughs> you know the sis is like we cool and I the sus is the sus. shade. I just learned that. Hey, sus. <laughs> okay, word of the day is fervid. 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 Oh, fervid. Fervid. An example of fervid is boiling water. It is the definition of fervid is someone or something very hot or passionate. Y'all just got real fervid when talking about Darnetta. Is it Darnetta? Darnetta is borderline trash. <laughs> Use fervid in a just sentence, joking. Justin. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know, y'all. Darnetta just got me fucked up in the head, bro. <laughs> like, let me chill on it. Go, uh, me. I don't. I don't have a sentence for fervid. Um. It's going to be real fervent in hell if y'all keep on playing with God. <laughs> okay, on that note, <laughs> bye. Bye. Bye, y'all.